This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Morning show is on now and it's alright. Studios in beautiful sunny El Paso, Texas. Yeah, baby! The Buzz Adams Morning Show is back. Man, is this gonna rock or what? Thank you so much. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our program. It is Thursday morning, and the Buzz Adams Morning Show is back on the air. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you being along with us today. We got a lot coming up on the show, including comedian Willie Barsena, who's in town and uh, performing this weekend. I guess at the uh, at the comic strip. We'll find out. <laughs> you know what Willie was doing last night, Joanna? What was he doing? Throwing out the first pitch at the Chihuahuas game. He was. Yeah, How he was. Fun. He was super jazzed up about it too. I'm coming to terms with the fact that Willie is now like TikTok famous. He is. <laughs> I'm trying to get my head around that. We're going to have a TikTok star in. Ooh. Everybody's <laughs> trying to really impress upon me what a big deal this is. My friend that I've known for 25 years TikTok star. is a big TikTok star now. See Willie uh, Barsena at the El Paso Comic Strip this weekend. He's going to be on the show coming up later this morning. We're also going to have the Urban Dictionary game. Joanne is the MC of the Urban Dictionary game. You got a good one picked out for us today? I do. Uh, all right. Well, can't have any more knowledge than that. <laughs> <laughs> also, we've got winning before you can buy him tickets this week for Pussifer. Yes. That's right. Pussifer. That's uh, Maynard James Keenan's third band. Right? Or fourth? Like third, yeah. The third, right? Because Perfect Circle would be his second. Uh-huh. Pussifer would be his third. third. Uh, go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. to the general public. So we're going to have tickets today on the morning show. We're also going to have tickets throughout the day today. Veronica is going to have a set-aside pair, and so is Daniel. So be listening all day today. Your chance to win them before you can buy them for Pussifer. That show is going to be October 21st at the Abraham Chavez Theater in El Paso. And I uh, got some tickets coming up for you this morning and throughout the day. And then we're also going to have a last-minute pair to give away tomorrow before 10 a.m. when they go on sale. So that's the plan, right? All right, let's talk about what else is coming up on this show today. Joanna Barba is going to bring us entertainment news. And Joanna, what do we have in the way of our entertainment news? A contestant from the Netflix series Love is Blind is now suing Netflix and the show producers alleging inhumane working conditions and low pay. Give me, what, what is the Love is Blind? What's the gist of that? Have you ever seen it? Yes. 
Okay. Love is Blind is the one that's hosted by Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey. And they have contestants not see each other. They have them in these individual pods while they're meeting their potential lover. This and isn't so where they, they come out like in these in these elaborate costumes like you'd see on no, Mass Singer. No, I can't remember what that one's called. The, but that is a show. That isn't one's it? a show, yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're just they they can't see each other, but it's not right. like they're disguised. They don't see each other until they propose. Uh huh. And that is why it's called Love Is Blind. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what's the guy's complaint? That they have inhumane working conditions and low pay, saying that they didn't give them enough water or food, but they gave them plenty of alcohol. <laughs> you can't eat. You can't drink water. But if you want alcohol, we will load totally you to the gills. Did. Have some wine. <laughs> uh, we're also going to have a true crime report coming up later today. And, oh, man, that would have been so dramatic if he walked in right when I said, and, and Nico, I guess, will eventually show up and have news headlines for us. God, he really, like, pisses people off. <laughs> by, by being late? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's not just, like... I'm not the only one who has that complaint? No, you're not. Does he show up late, like, at remotes and stuff? No, I'm saying, like, our, our listeners will send oh. in messages into the app chat. Oh, and they get ticked They're off. That it's, real, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, why would they care? I, think right. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, if he shows up late for other stuff, I could see people getting ticked off. And he's, is he coming down the hall now? What do you think? If I've got like 20 um, seconds worth of drum roll, do you think he'll be here? No. He. What color is this car? I can see the cars when they come in. Well, did you see any car? No cars. Oh, no. Well, Nico probably is going to have uh, news and is probably going to be here. Nico's probably listening to this in his car <laughs> right now as we speak. Everyone clear Mesa. Make sure Nico has a straight shot to the radio station. Pull over like as if you saw an ambulance barreling down the street. So Nico can make it to, well, I mean, on time. That ship is, has sailed, right? Yeah. Let's get a look at El Paso weather. And today, mostly sunny, 100. We are going to have that chance of showers and possible thunderstorms. And they're putting it about 15%. For El Paso today, about a 15% chance we might see some rain. Otherwise, winds are going to be around 5 to 10 miles an hour, 100 for the high temperature. For tomorrow, though, looks like the rain is all out of the forecast by the time the weekend gets here. Friday, 101 for the high temperature. Mostly sunny, not seeing any rain in the forecast Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. But we are going to have those high temperatures, 102 on Saturday and 103 <sighs> on Sunday. Looking to cool off this summer? Get a great deal on Wet n' Wild tickets when you buy them a week or more in advance. And you can get those online at wetwild.com. That is wetwild.com. Uh, let's see. What else is going on? What other? We're going to have today in sound clips coming up in just a few minutes. Let's see. we got a few extra moments. Netflix is going to have an ad-supported version. Yep. I thought I, you I, you could have told me they already had that, and you wouldn't have realized it. Yeah, because some do. Like I've been on some other streaming services. Yeah, other like streaming. logged on to somebody else's account, and it's like, what the? 
What's with these commercials, right. man? Netflix is the one that doesn't have. Well, it looks like they're ads. going to. Do you have that in entertainment coming up? I do, up as well? yeah. They're partnering up with Microsoft. Get a look at television uh, tonight. The series premiere of Kung Fu Panda, The Dragon Knight, is on Netflix. Jack Black returns as, I guess, the Kung Fu Panda. Is that what his character's <laughs> yeah. called? Yeah, I guess. Over on HBO Max, the second season premiere of, of F-Boy Island. Nice. Wow, second season. I guess it did really well for the first season. I just see Nico running from his car into the building. Oh, like on the security camera, yeah. he's just booking it inside. Let's see if he's out of breath. That would be like, funny. Like, okay. He's booking it down the hall now. Okay. He's he's the, Let's just pretend we don't even notice. Okay. Uh, Peacock has Heart to Heart, second oh. season premiere. And over on Netflix, speaking of Netflix, series premiere of Resident Evil. Oh, the Resident Evil the series. The Resident Evil series. So uh, that's what's on the tube. TV tonight, TV, TV tonight, tonight, TV tonight. Hey, buddy. <laughs> How you doing? The weirdest thing, all the cars got out of my way. I was uh, yeah. just pulled to the side. Like, just pulled to the side. As if there was an emergency vehicle Were coming down. Were you like, down. oh, my God, is I was 911. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I was like, what kind of emergency is this? You were 911. A radio emergency. <laughs> That's right. This is, they should give us sirens, I feel like. <laughs> so we, also, if we need to get to the radio station in time for our sh shift, we got to be able to throw one on top of the car like Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> also, I almost locked myself out again because I, my fob is coming off my keychains, and it was uh, kind of hard. Yesterday, Joanna had to let me in. That was funny. From the back. Well, you know what they say. Excuses are like belly buttons. What happened to your face? <laughs> Nothing happened to my face. There's no hair on it. Yeah, uh, I got, got a haircut. I, I got a haircut too, and it, my out of control scraggly beard did not match my haircut, so I decided to trim the beard. And you know what happens, right? I've been through this before. You I get one what? side a little more than the other, so I try and even it out, and then I get that side too much, and before you know it, the whole thing's pretty much gone. So that's what we're that's what we're dealing with today. <laughs> Was it because the air conditioning was out and it, having a beard makes it too hot to sleep? It definitely factored in, <laughs> for sure. Did you do what we told you and got, like, one of those air conditioners you put on your window? No, I don't know about those things because I see them. People have them. You put it in the unit, but then they put, like, car, they cut out pieces of cardboard no they come with their it. own, like, things. Yeah, that. but I've seen plenty of times where somebody's got it and... and, and? I don't know. It looks kind of, you know, it looks kind of... Nobody's saying you have to use cardboard. What, what if it... <laughs> it comes with its own thing that covers the window. Oh, well, I didn't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> it does. And I guess I'm going to have a crew out there tomorrow, and they're going to oh. drop in a new 16-ton unit for me because really? my AC went out in freaking July, which has got to be... Sucks. What is the hottest month in El Paso? July. You're probably July, right? <laughs> yeah. This month. You, I, have you put your boxers in the freezer yet? <laughs> I haven't did done you do that. Did the thing with the pillowcase? Not the pillowcase, but I did do a couple of towels. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like frozen. Uh, yeah, but yeah, all day yesterday I was dreading going home because the AC's out. And, I mean, I could go upstairs, but one thing, no TV. And the other thing, I'd have to go up a flight of stairs. 
So I just kind of... <laughs> well, there is a TV suffer. upstairs. So that's a no for me. There's not a TV upstairs. Where's the TV? In the podcast studio. Oh, crud. What channels does it get? Uh, it, Well, it gets like Hulu and Netflix yeah. and... And stuff, yeah. That one, that one up there works. I thought that was an abandoned studio. Well, I, I can't believe that studio still exists. Well, you told me that there's clothes in there now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, my girlfriend moved racks and racks of clothes in there. <laughs> I was like, can I go get my? Can I go get my stuff? That room looks like somebody's storage locker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got a lot of ground to cover and a lot to get to today. It is Thursday. Willie Barcena is going to be dropping by. Woo! He's in town. Throughout the first pitch at the Chihuahuas game last night. That he did. Yeah. How exciting for Because him. of his newfound TikTok fame. You think so? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, if you're the lo- if you're a visiting comic, like a comic in town, you don't get invited to throw out the first pitch. Oh, who did? TikTok did, star. Did Steve hook him up with that? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, probably so. It's Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Don't miss this exciting day of the week. Just a few short hours from Friday. It's Thursday. It's not Tuesday. It's not Wednesday. It's Thursday. Pretty soon you'll be thinking about the weekend. Thursday, one night only. Get your tickets now for the most exhilarating day of the week other than Friday. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. The second most exciting day of the work week. Don't miss it. Buzz Adams and the KLAQ Morning Show. Or as some of us have come to call it. Freak out! The Freak Show. On 95.5 KLAQ. There's uh, really two shows going on. We're doing. There's a show you hear on the air, and then there's the show that happens during the break. Am I right? You are right. Yeah. You make Joanna, it a pleasure to be here in the mornings. Joanna and I were going back and forth, swapping, spitting rhymes from the theme from the Jeffersons. Yeah. Swapping, spitting rhymes. Swapping, spitting rhymes. That's right. From the theme song from the Jeffersons. Why did you ask me? Did Nico not know the words? No, I was just I sing that. I, I realized I could sing the he was entire singing. theme song from start then, to finish. That's why, like, he didn't stop, and that's why I looked at you. Oh, is like, that what you were? Does anybody at? else sing this? Yeah. No. <laughs> that's, that was a good theme song. That was a good theme song. <laughs> didn't the original creator of the show? He was uh, a black writer. No, and I think Norman Lear. No, no I think Norman Lear uh, got the idea got from the, the idea, other guy. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's something to look into. I, well, you normally know some archaic knowledge about things, some esoteric the dark stuff. history of yeah. that comes from the 70s. <laughs> it was a spinoff from Archie Bunker. Right. Yeah. Like George and Wheezy. Wheezy? Were neighbors. I can't do that. You know, in their blue-collar neighborhood, and that's, they're moving on up is why they moved into this fancy apartment. We were just talking about TV shows that would have crossovers with characters from other shows. I was telling Nico, the Jeffersons from time to time would show up on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Did you ever see one of those episodes? Mm, I don't remember. Where uh, Carl Winslow comes over. There's one where Carl Winslow shows up on Fresh Prince. And Mm -hmm. the, the series finale, the final Fresh Prince, it turns out that George and Wheezy Jefferson are buying 
Uncle Phil's mansion. Oh my god, I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> how the... Fresh Prince ends. Well, it turns out that George Jefferson buys the mansion. Oh my god! And then I think uh, Will slaps uh, Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a preview of Loudwire Nights, which you can hear every Monday through Friday, 7 to midnight on KLAQ. And Dave Draymond is going to be on. Dave Draymond of Disturbed talking about the just-released Hey You, a new tune from Disturbed. Also explains why he returned to Twitter. I guess he had gotten off of Twitter. He talks about cover songs and shares thoughts on live shows. Uh, and touring with COVID still a concern. That is Dave Draymond of Disturbed Tonight, playing all the rock that matters nightly, Loudwire Nights, 7 to midnight, Monday through Friday, on 95.5 KLAQ. We have also uh, got those tickets winning before you can buy them for Pussifer, who are coming to the Abraham Javis Theater October 21st. Just recently announced this show, and tickets go on sale Friday through Ticketmaster, the Plaza Theater box office. But we're going to have winning before you can buy tickets this morning throughout the day also on KLAQ. Be listening for your chance to win those tickets before they go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Another concert that is going to be coming up in October, Dorothy returns to El Paso, and Dorothy's going to be performing at the Rock House at 9828 Montana. That show's going to be Tuesday, October the 4th. Uh, you can get your advance tickets. They're already on sale at Eventbrite. And uh, don't forget, coming up soon, August 27th, Papa Roach, Falling in Reverse, Hollywood Undead and Bad Wolves all together, all on the same night, and free at Speaking Rock. So keep listening to KLAQ for all the latest concert news and also to win tickets. And now... To our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events first and find out what is happening today, July 14th, 2022. Well, look at this. We just had those stories out of Long Island where there were two confirmed shark attacks on the same day. Today is Shark Awareness Day. Well, we're well aware. No, but they, they should have been more aware. <laughs> today is also Bastille Day. Uh, other than a song by Rush, Nico, why don't you explain the historical significance of Bastille Day? Go ahead. No, I, Joanna, isn't Bastille, is it a song? It's or, a band? It's a band, right? I can never remember if they're the band or the name of the song. Yeah, that's a good song, though. That is a good well, song. I think Rush also had a, had a song called Bastille Day. Bastille is the band. Who's Rush? <laughs> what? Bastille Day represents the storming of the Bastille. Which was kind of like the big prison in France. They had a lot of prisoners in in there. They stormed it and they let a lot of the prisoners go. Uh, People like Victor Hugo had been in prison there. And it was a uh, big sign of the the monarchy. So the people of France went in and liberated the prisoners. And it was kind of the beginning. The French Revolution. A lot of the... Uh, you know, the higher-ups in French society, including the monarchy, ironically ended up in the Bastille yep. before they were beheaded. But this was the day that the the Bastille was stormed and freed. And there's been lots of paintings about that and poems. 
I don't think anything's been written about it recently. Here's an interesting date in history before we get to today's birthdays. 141 years ago, in 1881, William H. Bonney Jr. was shot and killed by Sheriff Pat Garrett just up the road a ways in Fort Sumner, New Mexico. Pat Garrett? Yep, Sheriff Pat Garrett was the one who shot William H. Bonney Jr., better known as... Billy the Kid. There you go. Yeah, you are crushing it today, buddy. Although he didn't look like much of a kid in his pictures. Yeah, I know, Red, in all the pictures. He's like, kind of big. And like, He's got wide hips. Yeah. Right. Like, he looks wider in the hips than he does in the shoulders. <laughs> shoulders. Yeah, I never trust a man whose hips are wider than his shoulders. My He's grandfather got, told me that. Any man with childbearing <laughs> hips. <laughs> his, grandfa- his grandfather told me, never, Grandpa. never trust a man Why whose hips him? are wider than his shoulders. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Billy the Kid was shot and killed on this date in 1881. Birthdays today include from the UFC, Conor McGregor, the angry little leprechaun-looking dude. Yeah. That's always wanting to fight people. Uh, Conor McGregor's 34 today. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is 37 uh, from, what was her bag called, what was her show called, Scumbag or... I was never a big Phoebe Waller-Bridge You know, fan. it was a Girl, very... Fleabag. Oh, Fleabag. <laughs> there you God. go. Uh, Everybody. It's such a good show. I, I could not I couldn't get dig it. it. I mean, Olivia Coleman's in it, and I'm a big Olivia Coleman fan, but that was not enough to make me... I didn't get what everybody was going on and on about with this Fleabag. It was not my cup of tea. Let's just put it that way. Actor Jackie Earl Haley, a child uh, star who played... Uh, Kelly Leak in the original Bad News Bears, but he went on to be Rorschach in Watchmen. He was Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot that I'm told wasn't very good and, you know, has uh, kind of had a career resurgence. Jack Earl, Earl Haley is 61. Uh, birthday for Jane Lynch, who played Sue Sylvester on Glee, and she's in a lot of those Christopher Guest mockumentary most of them as a matter of fact she's 62 today Kyle Gass who is Jack Black's partner in Tenacious D he's 62 he kind of handles the guitar and Jack Black mostly does the vocals is he Jack Black's brother I always thought they were like somehow no I just think they their chubbiness looks genetic like they look like they could share they're similar levels of chubbiness yeah yeah no I don't think they're uh I don't think they're kin in any way. <laughs> Brothers in rock. Famous rock and roll groupie, B.B. Buell, is 69 today. And uh, she was with, at various times, Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin, David Bowie, Iggy Pop, Rod Stewart, Elvis Costello, Todd Rundgren, and Steven Tyler, and in fact, she's the mother of Liv Tyler. So Liv Tyler's mom was a pretty, pretty well-known uh, rock and roll groupie, mostly in the seventies. And she's sixty-nine today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm I'm going to bring up a name of somebody who's having a birthday, and you may not be familiar with the name, or maybe you are a little bit. But this person was is. Connected in a weird way to two of the most famous murders of the 20th century. Are right, you following me here? Okay. Rosie Greer turns 90 years old today. He's still with us. 
He was a legendary player for the L.A. Rams. And when Bobby Kennedy was assassinated, Rosie Greer was the guy who tackled the shooter, a man named Sirhan Sirhan. And Rosie Greer was right next to Bobby Kennedy when he was shot. And, you know, tried to administer some kind of life-saving aid. It didn't work out, but he was the guy who tackled the killer of Bobby Kennedy. So that's famous murder number one. L.A. District, from the L.A. District Attorney's Office, Chris Darden claims that O.J. Simpson confessed that he killed Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman to Rosie Greer, who came to visit him while he was in in jail. Christopher Darden says that when Rosie Greer, who came to, you know, counsel and pray with OJ, that during that time that he was in there, OJ confessed, yeah, I did it. So that's murder number two that Rosie Greer. And if that's not a crazy enough professional football, Hall of Famer, two super high profile murders, Rosie Greer also was in a movie called I don't know if it was the man with two heads. It was about a two-headed man. Anyway, he was one of the he-, he was one of the heads, and actor Ray Ray Milland was the other head. But what a crazy life, am I right? Yeah. All right, and that's uh, what that's what's happening on the Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events. We're about about halfway through the month of July. I don't think I've mentioned once that it's National Hot Dog Month. What better month? Fourth of July. Yum. Na- and baseball's going on National Hot Dog Month. July is National Hot Dog Month. Here on behalf of the National Hot Dog Council is Wilbur Cudd. For years, there have been a lot of rumors flying around about the things we put in hot dogs. The truth is, it's far worse than you ever imagined. Pig lips, cow hooves, you wish. If you knew the kind of crap we put into hot dogs, you'd puke your guts out. You'd be begging for rat parts. Let me put it this way. Does the word anus mean anything to you? (laughs) Go on. Take a look at the end of a hot dog sometime. Both ends. See how they pucker? All natural casing my eye. That's pure, natural, all beef anus. The point is, you've been eating anuses for years, and you're fine. So go on. Have a nice, juicy anus dog this month. And remember what we say in the hot dog business. I'll have a hamburger. This message (laughs) brought to you by the National Hot Dog Council. Hot dogs, what you expect to find between two buns. Hey, it's Daniel Paulus. I'll be along starting at 3 with everything. On 95.5 KLAQ. Joanna has our entertainment Hollywood news coming up in just a moment. We're going to get to that. Willie Barsena is in town this week. You see Willie starting tonight and all through the weekend at the El Paso Comic Strip. So head out to see not only... One of the top touring comics, but I am told one of the rising stars in the TikTok world. I don't think your microphone's on. Okay, it's on now, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, you text me. Didn't, didn't the, the the Latin Kings of Comedy do a show down here? Some of them. Did. Some. Some of them did one in Las Cruces, and then some of them were here a week later. They're like that band Menudo, right? Like it's always different guys, <laughs> Latin, Latin kings of comedy. <laughs> right? Like you never know which guy, and 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 there's really no Latin kings of comedy, man. I ha- I hate to uh, burst people's bubbles. You're right here. You're in. Yeah, the, yeah you're because in the studio. it was supposed to be like the, it, it was George, Paul, 
Sounds like sounds like the uh, Beatles. The Beatles. <laughs> yeah, no, like, George, George Lopez. There's Lopez, Paul Rodriguez, and it was Cheech. Supposed, and Cheech was the host, but Cheech was the host, and it was supposed to be uh, Fluffy, right? It was supposed to be Fluffy, and it was supposed to be me, but me and uh, Fluffy bailed out the, the day of, and so they got these two guys that were just kind of hanging around. <laughs> Joey Medina Joey and Alex Ramundo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were just kind. Of, they, they, were might, they were they were praying that we would that somebody would bail. They might agree. I don't know. I mean, if they were on, they might agree with that. No, it's a fact, bro. Oh, I'm okay. telling you, they were calling. I I I canceled. And they called me. And this I, was 20 years. Ago. Yeah. this is the 20th anniversary. Yeah. So it was 2022, and yeah. they filmed it at the Abraham Chavez Theater. Chavis Theater. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I bet, man. The, I and I, I don't know. I mean, you know, should I have done it? Should I have not done it? I don't know. Uh, but I, the last minute, I just said I don't want to do it. I just didn't want to because I wanted my, you know, back then I, I, I had an hour. I just had an hour. It was my hour, right? Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't want to like, oh man, I want, I want my own hour, you know. So then I bailed, and then Fluffy called me at home, and he goes, Willie, I heard you're not gonna do it. And I go, No, bro. And he goes, Why? And I told him my reasons, and he goes, Well, I don't want to do it either. Then, so then he bailed. But Alex and and Joy were down here. And they're, already and here. They're already here. Like, guess they're what? like, guess what? You're Latin Kings comedy too. You've been, you've been promoted from <laughs> do, Dauphin. Yeah. <laughs> You're now a king. <laughs> oh my God. And then now, uh, when they go on tour, George doesn't. You know, George is not going to do that tour, and uh, so they get like Paul will do it. Paul. Yeah, yeah. So, so this Paul was there this time. For it was Paul. It was Joey. It was Gilbert Esquivel. It was oh, Gilbert was wow. Uh, Johnny Sanchez. Johnny Sanchez. <laughs> Wow. And um They're you know, good guys by the you way. You know Johnny, right? I, know, I yeah. love Johnny. Dennis, I love Johnny, I love Gilbert and Dennis Caxiola. Yeah, 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 Dennis. Okay. All okay. oh, so those are the new cast, I guess. Well, the Latin Kings were uh a response game. What? <laughs> That's no, a game. But the Latin Kings of, of comedy, comedy yeah. were a were a response to the the orig- the Kings of the Comedy. Kings of Comedy. Yeah. And I can't even remember who that Bernie Mac, I think. Bernie D. L. Hughley. Uh, yeah. uh, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Uh, Cedric wasn't it Cedric? And Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the kings of comedy. And then uh, and, and uh, who joined? And then later on, Cat uh, Williams joined, joined. Oh, really? Yeah, later on. And that's how. By the way, that's how um, uh, Steve Harvey stopped using his wig because because Cat Williams talked about it on on stage on the, made fun of his yeah made because, fun of his nobody, at the time nobody knew it was it was a wig, but Cat. Exposed it on stage, <laughs> and then next thing you know, he didn't want to wear it anymore. <laughs> and now it's one of his trademarks. I guess. Yeah, you got to throw out the first pitch at the Chihuahuas game last yeah, day. Yeah, man. Here. Listen, man, I'm gonna tell you something. Throughout the first pitch, but here's I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know I'm gonna give uh, El Paso. I'm gonna let you guys in a secret. Yeah, here it is. So I'm practicing, bro. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm look. I don't. I throw my fastball probably. Probably touches ninety five, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Really? Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah bro. For a second, you get a gun out there, it's gonna show up at like fifty five tops. Forty five. Forty five. But okay. All right. But I, but I, I was practicing with a with a baseball man. I'm getting ready. I'm warm, I'm down there warming up, man. I'm taking this thing. Warming up where? Like in the bullpen area? Near, yeah, near the bullpen, right there. Okay. And, and, and so I'm warming up, man, really getting ready because I, I want, you know, I'm you don't getting, want to embarrass I'm, yourself. Some yeah. people, have you ever seen that one of uh, Baba Booey throwing the first pitch out? Yeah, a lot of those no, guys. Not, yeah, yeah. Some of them are hard to live down. George Bush. Well, George, 
anytime a president does it, he's probably wearing like like a bulletproof vest underneath. Right. So it makes yeah, it hard, hard to yeah. throw. Okay, so I'm practicing, man. Really getting into it. Right, I'm like, I'm taking this thing serious. It's baseball, man. You know, there's like baseball, there's God, and baseball. I mean, it's up there. Yeah. I'm an atheist, but anyways, it, it would be up there. But, uh, <laughs> so they tell me, okay, you ready? I said, I'm ready. And they go, but don't go on the mount. What, like, what the hell, man? I can't go on the mount. They want you to throw it from in front of the mound? Yeah, like, like, like I'm a little wuss or something, right? So I'm like, <laughs> you know, like really? You know, okay. And then they hand me an, another baseball. I'm holding a real baseball. And they go, this is the one you throw. And it's spongy, bro. What? Yes. So for, so for everybody out there, El Paso. Oh, my God. And, 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 the guy, and I know why. And the guy who catches it, uh, his name's Andy. He's the one that does the whole thing when you walk around. And he's interviewing people yeah, yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah. His name's Andy. But the, he's not the catcher. He's the catcher. No, I thought the catcher came out. No, we have a real catcher. I had this guy named Andy that was afraid to get hurt. So they, <laughs> so they, they had to use a softer baseball. So a soft baseball. So I'm, I'm practicing, you know, the whole time I'm practicing with this oh, heavy ball. No. So when I threw the, 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 the little spongy thing. Like it, a wiffle ball. Like a wiffle ball, bro. So I, I, I threw a, I, it wasn't a strike. It was in the dirt, right? I think it was, it was, in, the, it was in the dirt. But, but you know what? It's because. Good in the dirt. Because it was a switcheroo, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you grip for a knuckleball or something? No, bro. Like, I, you I, probably want to put one right down the yeah, pipe. Yeah, I, I want to look bad, bro. I, 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 First I, of all, usually they have the catcher out yeah. there for the team, and yeah. he catches the, even if it's like a little girl throwing yeah. it out. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't give you that. Have you ever thrown it out at a, a baseball game before, Willie, like in California or something? Yeah, but AAA, bro. Uh, yeah. Never in the majors. Never in the, I haven't, I haven't been called up yet, bro. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, man, I, I pissed off the opposing team's uh, pitchers last last night. They wanted to kick my ass, bro. How come? Because I passed by them. You know where their bullpen is? Yeah. And I go, look at these guys. These guys aren't real baseball players. That's why they put them out here. <laughs> I go, they don't, they don't get to hang out with the real guys who are in the dugout. <laughs> What'd you say? No, they were so mad. I, I go, look, look, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't get to hit the ball. <laughs> were you TikToking? Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was TikTok. You were TikToking that. I was doing a little TikTok. Hey, explain because Buzz doesn't get it. He's like, what is TikTok? What is? What no, is, no, what it is. What you is put William? a song on and you pretend like you're singing it. No, and that's you do when that it started. Like 15 seconds. That's when you it got started. That used to be when it first started. Well, you just dance. No, now it's the, now it's anything. Now it's, it's anything. like now it's, now it's like Instagram. You know, it's like uh, I don't know, like 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 um, MySpace. Put up your pitch. It's in like, the, it's like MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. Put up your pitch in the dirt on TikTok. Yeah, we're gonna do it today. We're gonna put all that, man. But um, yeah, I look like I sucked. Not your fault. Not my fault, man. Mostly they, they, Andy's fault. They, it, it, they set me up for failure, man. we got to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to play this music again. Because that's the Joanna Entertainment uh, music. So we'll we'll have that coming up. And Willie Barsen is going to be here, what, most of the morning, right, Willie? Until you kick me out, bro. We know how we do this. Okay. you got about, <laughs> we got about 20 then.
Dang. No, uh, <laughs> we'll come back. We got more with Willie Barson in the studio. You can see him all this week, starting tonight, by the way. There is a Thursday night show, one show tonight, right. uh, and then two. And then two, uh, and one Friday. One two, Friday, two Saturdays. <clears throat> and it's always new material. And, if, you know, that's me, it's always new material. Because you're working bro. new material all always. the time. Right. Uh, so come out to the comic strip and see one of the funniest stand-up shows you will ever see, not just in El Paso, not just Texas, anywhere in the world with Willie Barson. That's right. Let's take a break. Entertainment News with Joanna on the way next, and more coming up right after this. These guys aren't good at much. They sure do. Make me laugh. The Buzz Adams Morning Show. Coming back. Five, four, three, two. All right, Willie Barcena is here. You can see him starting tonight at the El Paso comic strip. And then through the weekend, including Sunday, there's going to be a show on Sunday as well. Go to laughtonight.com. Joanna's going to bring us entertainment news. But Amazon Prime Day is over. I thought you might be interested uh, to hear what people were spending money on this year, according to a consumer website. Was it Roombas, by any chance? <sighs> you know, I haven't, I haven't really scoured the list yet. But Well, we know Joanna didn't get her Roomba. The top purchases the last two days were Amazon Fire Sticks, Echo Dots, Amazon gift card reloads. Those are just things that Amazon sells themselves. Right? Yeah. Those are Amazon, Those are product. Amazon products. Well, they probably yeah. were able to give the best deals on their own products, probably, right? No. Okay, well, here you get into some stuff that's not specifically Amazon. Frito-Lay variety packs of chips. Hell yeah. And blink doorbell cameras. Uh, the fire sticks are usually $40. We're on sale for 17 so... You know, I guess that was a pretty good deal. Hey, you know, I I saw this documentary on Scott. Have you have you guys seen this on Netflix called the the Minimalist? The, the mi Minimalist. Anybody seen this? No. No. Is it it's, about living with like nothing almost? It's it's uh yeah exactly. It's 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 try to have the uh, uh unclutter your unclutter your yeah, yeah. and uh, this because people are buying people buy things because. Uh, it's it's a way of masking depression, yeah. you know, right? Because you buy things, and it, I thought about you, bro, when yeah. I was watching The Minimalist. Yeah, when I buy because some, when you, I buy some crap, it, because it you, makes me feel good for about fifteen minutes. Because it's like your drug, <laughs> and, I, yeah. and, 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 and but it's not. But it's an expensive drug, and it doesn't it doesn't last very long. Yeah. It's not a great drug. And, well, it, yeah, but the whole thing, the whole if you guys watch it, and I know I know some of your fans have watched this documentary, and it's about getting rid of. Uh, every day, okay. One of the things they do is every every single day you got to get rid of something from your house, man. <gasps> something That's every, good... but you do it for thirty days. And I've been doing day, it. Day one, Nico, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you were asking to stay with uh, me because of your air conditioning. Yeah, right. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, man, you, and I thought about I don't know because you you have the most obscure things, man. You buy like you have like a sword. Which has nothing to do like like like, like my, PVC pipe bow and arrow. My good yeah. sir, I have multiple swords my and goodness. spears. W what? And <laughs> you just have, you, but you have like odd things. Man. Oh, you have clutter, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I and and when I was watching it, 
I, I swear, man, I thought about you because because huh. you, you're a guy, and I was wondering like if you could do that. Willie's like, I wonder if Buzz could be happy. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to. Could you do that, man? Could you grab yeah. something from you're your? You're gonna have to grab something and, and then ask and, yourself, does this well, bring me joy? You take it to Goodwill or throw it away. I used to I have Marie Kondo. I used to have. I used to have a stand-up bicycle that you they oh. ride on like an elliptical, and it took me like seven years, but I finally got rid of that. It, can I tell you something, You've man? You've never ridden it. I haven't ridden it man. once, man. And I've and had you it. asked me for it for seven years straight. And it's, and, and you know, I don't know why, man. And I thought, man, Buzz doesn't ride this bike, man. He goes, he doesn't. And then I get it, and I don't ride this. I don't. I don't know what. What's the do, deal? Do, do you think it's because you're a, a lazy? Afraid, uh, lazy. Yes. I was gonna say afraid of being seen on it. No. If buying exercise equipment, okay, well, the only time that it feels good is when you buy it, and then once it comes down to using it, you never really do it to the extent that you, you oh, thought you were going. But to I gotta be. All. I gotta be honest, bro. I fell twice. <laughs> Wait, you tried. You should not fall on that bike. I did. I fell, and I'm embarrassed that I'm going to do it in front of people. Like, you know. So that's one of the reasons too that I don't ride it. Uh, the top types of uh, products that bought that were bought during Amazon Prime Day were household essentials, health and beauty stuff, electronics, toilet, crap. toilet paper. I think mm -hmm. that would probably be household essentials yeah, would be toilet yeah. paper. Uh, rubbing alcohol. Wasn't that the big one? You couldn't find <laughs> rubbing alcohol anywhere? Oh, yeah. COVID times, yeah. yeah COVID People times. who did shop on Amazon Prime spent an uh, average of about $130 per household. And the average price per item was $34. That's this year for Amazon Prime Day. You know, so you know, it's weird, man. We watch all these movies all, all, all our lives about if something happens, uh, uh, a big, you know, if something happens to the world, and not in one of those movies that they show people like wanting toilet paper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they see, they, they, they're like, get water, right? They get get water in the movies. You always say, get water, get medicine, weapons, and now, you, antibiotics. You know, yeah, and like the reality is, people are running like, where's the toilet paper? Yeah. You're right about that. Six cases of cat food because Amazon Prime. I don't even have a cat, dude. Thanks, Amazon Prime. Had to eat me out mix for dinner. And I know why. Yeah, yeah, because Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Bought another Echo Dot because Amazon Prime. Yeah. Got one in every room I bought uh, from Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, now Alexa won't shut the hell up, and I know why. Yeah, yeah, cause Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Let's get to Hollywood news and entertainment notes with Joanna Barber. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Netflix announced yesterday that they're definitely rolling out an ad-supported subscription plan, and they're teaming up with Microsoft to do it. There's still no word on when it's happening, but Netflix told employees back in May that it could happen by the end of the year. Netflix said in a common quote, it's very early days and we have much work to do, but our long-term goal is clear. More choice for consumers and a premium, better-than-linear TV brand experience for advertisers. I won't have to watch commercials if I already pay 
like the monthly yeah, fee you, for Netflix, you already right? Pay, you already set up your, your subscription plan. This is for people who want like a cheaper one. Mm, but it's not free, or is it? Oh, wait. No, it's it, free. No, I don't no, think they, it's I don't just think they cheaper. Would do it. So you're paying, you're just not paying as much. As right. much. But you got to watch commercials. Which I just found out ads. is the same thing as Paramount Plus. Joanna, you have you been watching Paramount Plus recently? Yes. They they have commercials in almost everything. I and, know one of them. I think I have. Unless my, I have the really my cheap one. Peacock has yeah. commercials in it. But it's like five dollars a month. Yeah, it's cheap. <laughs> Speaking of Netflix, Love Is Blind is that show where contestants meet and form connections and ultimately get engaged without ever laying eyes on each other. And according to one contestant, the conditions behind the scenes are awful and he's now suing the show. Jeremy Hartwell was on season two and he says contestants are supplied with plenty of alcohol, but they're often de denied food and water, keeping them drunk, starved and sleep deprived. All of that, plus the isolation messes with their emotions and decision making and makes them prone to emotional manipulation. Which adds to good TV. Yeah. Which amazing yeah. TV. He also claims that they're paid less than minimum wage. So Jeremy has filed a class action suit and wants other contest contestants <laughs> paid? to They get paid? You're I didn't know they got yeah. paid. I didn't know they got paid either. I don't know if they get like the bachelorette, do they get paid? I thought you're on there to win love. <laughs> your right. your payment is a soulmate. Yeah. Well, he wants other contestants to join in now. Get ready for memes to be turned into television series. My Therapist Says, an Instagram account that has 7.5 million followers, is being developed as a live-action series by Artists for Artists, the company set up by SNL star Kenan Thompson. It marks one of the most high-profile Instagram accounts to be developed as a series and follows a number of Twitter accounts back in the day that were turned into TV shows, such as William Shatner's S My Dad Says. Does anyone remember that? Oh, yeah. That? yeah. I love that. The viral account... That was a good show. No, well, the book was good, and the show was all right. The show was all right. The viral account, which operated by, is operated by co-founders Lola Tosh, Nicole Aguirre's Nora Tosh, and Gina Tosh, was launched in 2015 and features memes focused on mental health and the general messiness of life. Tasha and Aguirre's will executive produce the series alongside Thompson, and they also wrote a book based on the account called My Therapist Says, Advice You Should Probably Not Follow. Well, if they're going to make TV shows out of memes, I would watch the one where it's like one of the housewives screaming at a cat from across the table. I like how we never found out was the cat actually in yeah, an episode of uh, Real Housewives. I don't, I don't watch Real Housewives, so I don't know if she's screaming at a cat or not. Is she really yelling at the cat? Also, that's like the only meme I think you know, because that's the only one. <laughs> that's the yeah. one he keeps referencing. we got to show him like a Kermit the Frog one. That Kermit the Frog sipping tea, I know that one. Okay, Come on. we'll find I'm you I'm not more. completely out of it. Okay, great. <laughs> well, that was five years ago. Wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Q Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Yardley Smith, best uh, now. I will always love you. You sound like Whitney's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like Whitney today in 2022. Well, she's dead, so. Yeah. Shoot, sound worse.
All right. So what's the uh, what's the Whitney uh-huh. tie in there? <clears throat> Yardley Smith, best known as the voice of The Simpsons, Lisa, has married her love, Dan Grice, and she and her new husband have quite the love story. Smith explained to The Hollywood Reporter in an interview that the pair met when he served as her personal bodyguard in 2014 as she visited Springfield, Oregon. After having dealt with a stalker, Smith reluctantly agreed to producers' pleas to represent the show at the unveiling of a mural to celebrate the 25th year of Homer and the Gang. Well, Grice originally recognized Smith from her appearances in the films The Legend of Billie Jean and Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive, but he says that he didn't realize that she was the voice of Lisa Simpson. A friend but of- above all things, <laughs> I wish you love. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sing it, Winnie. Wait for it. The voice of Lisa Simpson had a stalker. She had a stalker. And so she reluctantly agreed to do this unveiling of mm. this mural. But, she, you know, she needed bodyguards. So she took this guy and she fell in love with her well, bodyguard. a friend of Bryce in law enforcement brought him to meet Smith at the airport gate. And he accompanied her to and from the event, which Smith called the best day ever. Oh, that's like that movie. Oh, my God. The bodyguard. You know, Nico, well, you're, you're on top of things, Nico. You, you mentioned a few things. Man, you are fast, Nico. <laughs> you mentioned some things that Yardley Smith was in. Like, I didn't know she was in Maximum Overdrive Great or draw. Legend of Belly Jean. You know what? I, other than Simpsons, I know Yardley Smith from a show that was on for about one season in the 90s called Herman's Head. Does wow. anybody remember Herman's Herman? Head? Remember? Mark remembers Herman's Head. No. It was kind of like an inside out where it was like all the emotions in his head would work it out, and she was interesting. Feared. Anyway, that that's what I know Yardley Smith from, other than Simpsons. Well, that, nice. Well, with your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. All right, uh, take a break. Willie Barsen is here. He's going to be spending some time with us. You can see him at the El Paso Comic Strip with... Uh, and, my, and my son's here. And your son. Is that, which son is that? <laughs> this is Fabian. Is that Fabian? Fabian the littlest one? This is my middle one. Oh, middle. Hey, yeah. Fabian. We've heard about Fabian yeah, a sure. lot. We've yeah. heard about Fabian for years and years and years. Uh, Willie's going to be at the comic strip. There's a show tonight, show Friday, two shows Saturday, Saturday. and there's a Sunday show right. as well. So get tickets, go out and see Willie Barsena this weekend. When we come back, Nico, Jimmy's on the way with news headlines. That's right. An ex-CIA engineer has just been convicted for massive theft of secret info. I'll have the details next in news. It looks like everyone has agreed on one important point, gentlemen. And that is... West Texas is the best Texas. <laughs> Town Square Media Station. Good morning. This is your wake-up call. Good morning is the news. All right, people. Get this thing started. Let's go ahead and get started. We're joined uh, by Willie Barsena, who's in the studio with us. Nico and Jimmy has got our top stories of the day. News headlines. Good morning, Nico. Good morning, Buzz. A former CIA software engineer was convicted Wednesday of federal charges, accusing him of the biggest theft of classified information in CIA history. Joshua Schult 
who chose to defend himself at a New York City retrial, had told jurors in closing arguments that the CIA and FBI made him a scapegoat for an embarrassing public release of a trove of CIA secrets by WikiLeaks in 2017. Schultz watched without visibly reacting as U.S. District Judge Jesse M. Furman announced the guilty verdict on nine counts, which was reached in mid-afternoon by a jury that had deliberated since Friday. The so-called Vault 7 leak revealed how the CIA hacked Apple and Android smartphones in overseas spying operations and efforts to turn Internet-connected televisions into listing devices. Prior to his arrest, Schultz had helped create the hacking tools as a coder at the agency's headquarters in Langley. A sentencing date was not immediately set because Schultz still awaits trial on charges of possessing and transporting child pornography. He has pleaded not guilty. Wait, what? He, they they, they, they uh-huh. put on child <laughs> porn charges on top of this? Yeah, I guess so. I will say, if there's some kind of plan to turn your TV into a listening device, if somebody wanted to leak that information, I'd appreciate it. Right. I'm just going to assume that my entire house is just reporting Bugged. everything that goes. Yeah. You're right. But yeah. you also should be aware that nobody cares about you. I mean, nobody ca- Nobody wants... No no foreign government actor is going to care about, like, Buzz Adams. And but you know spying. what? I always get... Do you get that email, that threatening email that says... I saw you were on some porn sites? Yeah. yeah. I, I saw got you. one of those yesterday, man. And it says, send me some money and we'll keep it between us. I'm starting to think it's a scam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's, the, that's the last payment I'm. That's the last payment I'm making. After ten, no more. And they're always like, "You're into some really kinky stuff. Yeah. I'm going to share it with the world unless you pay me a thousand dollars." No, and, this, and then and it also says, "We've seen what you're doing." I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> <laughs> but all, all you're going to see is my face. <laughs> Ooh ah. Well, President Joe Biden on Wednesday opened his first visit to the Mideast since taking office by offering anxious Israeli leaders strong reassurances of his determination to stop Iran's growing nuclear program, saying he'd be willing to use force as a last resort. In the past that you'll do anything, and you say it again, that you'll ensure Iran would not acquire nuclear weapons. Does that also mean, sir, that you would use uh, force against Iran? Is that what that means? That was the last resort, yes. Mm-hmm. The only thing worse than the Iran that exists now with Iran with nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. The president's comments came in an interview with Israel's Channel 12, taped before he left Washington, and broadcast Wednesday, hours after the country's political leaders welcomed him with a red carpet arrival ceremony at the Tel Aviv airport. Later in the day, the president visited Israel's National Holocaust Memorial to pay his respects to the six million Jews killed by Nazi Germany and collaborators during World War II. During his stop at Yad Vashem, Biden rekindled the eternal flame of remembrance, laid a wreath, and met with two Holocaust survivors. He was joined by Prime Minister Yair Lapid and Defense Minister Benny Gantz, both of whom are children of Holocaust survivors. For the first time since May, COVID-19-related hospital admissions are forecasted to increase again in the U.S. as highly infectious Omicron subvariants continue to spread, according to updated forecasting models used by the Centers for Disease Control. The models show that nearly 40 states and territories are currently projected to see increases in new hospitalizations over the next two weeks. States in the South, including Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Texas, are expected to see the greatest increases in hospitalizations. Nationally, between 3,000 to 13,000 daily confirmed COVID-19 hospital admissions are expected to be reported on August 5th. As of Wednesday, the U.S. is reporting nearly 6,000 virus-related hospital admissions each day. 
Hospitalization levels have already been increasing with nearly 40,000 virus-positive Americans currently hospitalized. Totals are more than double the level they were at this time last summer when the Delta surge was beginning to emerge and a growing number of COVID-19 positive people are also showing up to emergency department. That's what the data shows. So it's coming back? When I was- well, I mean, what what were the numbers prior? So when you're saying there's an increase, I mean, if the numbers are very low. They were very low before. Okay. I mean, they're still low, much, they're very low compared so to the pandemic. they still got to be very, very low compared, compared to, the to the pandemic. Yeah, but it, it, they're just noting that the increase and is. And I, I think it's probably worth noting that most of the hospitalizations are immunocompromised people or the elderly. Right. And you also have to note that the fatality, the, that this isn't something that people are dying from as much as. Just right. being hospitalized for, and I think one thing that that um, during during uh, the the first time it hit hard, nobody said and nobody said, hey, it's most most of the people that are dying are the people that are out of shape. <laughs> did you ever notice? I, I think they did at yeah, first. Say, I, it was I, people with I, like, look, you got hit with a lot of information. If you'll remember when this was going on, but I think part of it was, yeah, if you're. The, the healthier you are, although they had examples of people who were professional healthy, dancers yeah. and uh, Joe CrossFit. Rogan. Joe Rogan got it. I mean, yeah, but, but, but yeah. he didn't die from. But it, he said know. he got extremely sick from it, and uh, he's like there was the a broad- fittest person in the world, and he was like, oh, I had to take all the monoclonal antibodies. I had to take the ivermectin. I had to take all this <laughs> other stuff. And it's like I thought you were super fit. Yeah, but he does. You know that guy bothers me, man. He does his research. You know? Does he? Uh, I, every time you hear his podcast, man, you always think like, man, this guy did some reading last night. Right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, as much reading as any of us could do on Wikipedia, I think. All right. Authorities in southwestern Virginia say dozens of people are unaccounted for. 44 at last check after the region was hit by heavy rain that triggered major flooding. Over 100 homes sustained damage. Some swept off their foundations even. Governor Glenn Youngkin has declared a state of emergency. Buchanan County Sheriff's Office Chief Deputy Eric Breeden says they're attempting to make contact with the missing people, but stress that they have not been declared missing just yet. This number reflects the number of people that have been reported to law enforcement by loved ones and family members as being unable to make contact with them. The Buchanan County Sheriff's Office just said in a recent Facebook post, this does not mean the person is missing. It means we are attempting to reach and locate the person and check on their well-being. Uh, We're able to determine that uh, one of the biggest challenges for us for the search and rescue effort is access to the area. Uh, A lot of roadways are blocked by landslides, uh, bridges, uh, the approaches to those bridges are washed out. Uh, Make contact with everybody and make sure that everybody has their basic needs taken care of. food, water, shelter, those types of things. Anybody that doesn't meet uh, any of those criteria or doesn't have those needs met, uh, we'll get them out to a shelter. Or toilet paper, according to Willie as well. That's right. Representative Elaine Luria, a member of the House's January 6th committee who will be co-leading its next scheduled hearing, spoke to Good Morning America Wednesday to give a preview of what's to come. The Virginia Democrat and Navy veteran who will be co-leading the July 21st hearing with Representative Adam Kinzinger said that Americans can expect the most detailed timeline of the Capitol riot. Mr. Kinzinger and I plan to go through that 187 minutes. What happened between the time that former President Donald Trump left the stage, gave these inflammatory remarks and gave people the impression that he was going to the Capitol march with going to the Capitol and march himself with the crowd.
New Yorkers are on edge as officials have confirmed not one, but two shark attacks yesterday on Long Island. Uh, it's almost time for Shark Week. It's almost that, time it for really Shark is. Week. Yeah. It's like a week away. The first happened to a 41-year-old surfer paddling out. He said he felt teeth on his leg and took a punch at it. He also identified it as a sand tiger shark. Then around 6 p.m. of the same day, Suffolk County police reported that a 49-year-old man wading in waist-deep water was bitten by a shark at Seaview Beach on Fire Island. They were the fourth and fifth in a string of attacks in recent weeks. If there's good news, it's that everyone is expected to be okay. County Executive Steve Bellone noted it's the second incident at the very beach in 10 days, and he called it unprecedented while assuring residents uh, resident officials are constantly monitoring the beach by land, sea, and air. But I do believe we are uh, looking at something that just may represent the new normal, and that uh, the idea of more frequent contact with these kind of sharks may be what we uh, will be coming to expect. You got to shut down that beach, I'm telling you. We can't shut down the beach with the biggest weekend of the year coming up. Is that a Jaws quote? That's, you are quick. Nico, you're quick. Yeah. <laughs> you are so You fast, really were bro. able to put two and two together. Story about sharks. I love Nico. I and love how it, Nico's brain works. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just. I like that to call like, out the. That sounds like dialogue from a movie I've never seen. I like to call it the obvious things. <clears throat> Well, Balone also pointed out that one of the incidents happened before lifeguards were on duty and reminded residents of the dangers of swimming without lifeguards present. It's a lot. We had one the other week and now again. We are just doing our best to keep everybody safe. A 2,000-year-old relic said to contain the blood of Jesus Christ has been returned by thieves who stole it. The precious blood of Christ's golden shrine was taken from a church in Normandy, France on June 2nd. Police believe the thieves stole the relic after accidentally locking themselves in the church overnight. They ought to take that blood and try and Jurassic Park Jesus back alive. <laughs> <laughs> Save your DNA. I don't know if that was blasphemous or not. It sounds funny. How's it blasphemous? If they could do it with dinosaurs. Yeah. I mean, that was millions of years ago. Jesus was just 2000, barely 2,000 years ago. I don't think the you Messiah the should be genetically created. I think he should probably come back. However, he normally would. You know? Maybe that was his plan all along. <laughs> you don't know? Lord works in mysterious ways. Am I right? Arthur Brandon. I think, I think Jesus was just like a stoner. And, uh, <laughs> and, and you know, throughout the years, we, we've just made him a, a great guy. But he was probably like a cool stoner. Hey, right? what's up, bro? Yeah, you know? Yeah, you guys need to chill out and be nice to just each be other. Nice. And, <laughs> love you know, each other. Being ju so judgmental. Yeah, guys, see? Right, like that. Just love your neighbors. You love all, yourself. You're right. And yeah. then he's only dead for 100 years or so. And then people are like, we're going to kill yeah. people in your name. Right. I, I get where you're coming yeah. from. He was probably just like, if he had come back then, he'd been, no, no, man, you got it all wrong. No, I said, yeah. be nice to each other. Right, right. Well, Arthur Brand, an art detective known as the Dutch Indiana Jones, said he was... <laughs> what? Snakes? Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> I hate snakes, Jock. I hate them. He said he, was, he said he was anonymously contacted by the thieves three weeks ago. He says, when they, can't, when they realized what it was that you, in fact, cannot sell it, they knew they had to get rid of it. There were also the rumors of a curse being attached to the relic. So that was a thing. They... 
<laughs> steal the blood of Jesus. There's a curse. Apparently, it's it. not a great thing. They left the relic on Brand's doorstep, and he planned to hand the it over. The Dutch in Indiana Jones doorstep? Apparently, he didn't have to walk too far right. <laughs> for an adventure. Uh, then he planned to hand it over to Dutch police this week. Brand noted on Twitter, this is as close as one can get to Jesus Christ, the Knights Templar, and the Holy Grail. As a Catholic myself and a huge Dan Brown fan. <laughs> Wait, the Dutch Indiana Jones is a big Dan Brown fan. It doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> I thought Tom Hanks' hair looked weird, but other than that, uh, you know, it was pretty good adaptation. <laughs> Why do you sound like the Swedish guy? Why do you sound like the Swedish guy from because the Muppets? It's the same thing, Dutch, Swedish. Right. Don't make me get my bullwhip out on you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And finally, more than 500 women who claimed they were assaulted by Uber drivers are suing the ride hailing service. A lawsuit filed Wednesday says women passengers in a number of states were kidnapped, sexually assaulted, sexually battered, raped, falsely imprisoned, stalked, harassed, or otherwise attacked by Uber drivers. The San Francisco law firm that filed the suit criticized Uber for what it called lax policies that related to driver background checks and enforcement. The firm says about 150 more claims are being investigated. While Uber has implemented some changes, it says it can't control the drivers who are independent contractors. Are they really just trying to say, hey, we don't, you know, we don't bear any responsibility for that? It's not our fault. We let a rapist pick you up. Yeah, you should have known better than to take a ride from a stranger. It's Uber. That's their business model, right? Right. No, it's it's really serious. Yeah, but at the same time, were taxi drivers ever known for, like, being... Well, if they did, I'm sure it happened. But if a taxi driver committed a crime and... How much more regulated are taxi drivers? How much more regulated? Yeah. Much more. Okay. Like, you got to buy a medallion in New York City. you got to have a medallion to have a cab. And yeah. those go for, like, half a million dollars. Wow. But... I would think if there were any negligence on the part of the cab company, they'd be on the hook for some of the damages. So, and Uber just to say, "Hey, we we don't we, we don't have any control over who turns their light on," you know? Right. And it's like, well, then you need to go back to the drawing board. Wait, who, did you just say Uber doesn't have control over who turns their light on? Like a taxi? Do, you, haven't you ever seen the cars and they got oh different lights? I've been in a car before. Wait, in New- Willie, you've taken Uber, I, I've right? I've been in a car yeah. before where they've got an Uber light and they've also got the other one, the Lyft. Lyft, and they, yeah. They, uh, okay. Yeah. So there are, like, lights in there that they Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. There yeah, are some. Don't you feel like a schmuck now, huh? <laughs> Not really. You know, Uber, er, er, no, you saved yourself pretty good with that one, yeah. right? Every time I get in an Uber, it's funny because I always feel sorry for the Uber driver for whatever reason. I don't know why I shouldn't because the guy's working, right? Right. But I always feel like I, I need to make conversation with him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, how's hey, everything bro. going? Did you how's sit in the day? front or the back? The back, bro. You've been doing this for long? Yeah. He's That's a, usually what you sit. Yeah, he's a yeah, driver. Yeah, the Uber driver sits in the front. No, I, I get that, but you can... Oh, you can sit in the front <laughs> with the Uber driver. Okay. <laughs> of course a driver sits in the I was front. Just trying to put a driver around. sometimes sits in the back for, you know, lift. Of course you sit in the back. I was just wondering if, you, if Willie was like, oh, uh, I will sit in the front to make us more equal. Not as like... No, right, no. I don't want to be Dri- like your chauffeur. Yeah, you just, instead oh, of chauffeur and drivey. No, I sit in the back and say, go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and with the news, I'm Nico. All right, got to take a break. Willie Barsin is here with us. You can see him all this week, starting tonight at the El Paso Comic Strip. And uh, tickets are limited. I I would suggest you get your tickets in advance. Oh, Willie's going to get sellouts this week because yeah. 
he's blown up on social media. So yeah, follow me on TikTok, TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, TikTok. Uh, all your ticket information. LaughTonight.com. LaughTonight.com. You can spell oh. that any way you want to. Yep. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back more with Willie Barson and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show's coming up right after this. The local guys. The morning show that's live and local. They stay local. Hey, we don't pipe this crap in from out of town. If opening your energy bill has you saying what every month, maybe it's time to go solar with SunWatt. SunWatt sells solar panels. They install them, too, to make sure your home runs on the energy provided. They service all the panels they install. They'll even serve panels that you got from a different company, maybe a country uh, company that was not quite as reputable. That's one thing that your local solar provider, SunWatt, is. They're local and they're reputable. Transparency, fair prices, and professionalism. Nobody matches them. Call SunWatt Energy today at 915-300-0411. That's 300-0411. Or visit wattener.com. W-A-T-T-E-N-E-R. Broadcasting in El Paso to El Paso. The Buzz Adams Morning Show on 95.5 KLAQ. Coming up, we've got Win'em Before You Can Buy Him tickets for Pussifer. Pussifer is coming October 21st to the Abraham Chavez Theater. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. So all day today, throughout the day, we're going to have multiple pairs of tickets to give away. Win'em Before You Can Buy Him. Who's Pussifer? Pussifer is the guy, Maynard James Keenan, right? Who's I like the way surf. Willie says it, too. How'd you say it? Pussifer. Pussifer. That's, am I saying it wrong? <laughs> Pussifer. <laughs> I know. Pussifer. It's Maynard James Keenan's, kind of like his third band. After Nin. I used to think those bumper stickers were for a band called Nin back in the 90s. Oh, that's uh, Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Maynard James Keenan is at Nine Inch oh, who, Nails. Who's Nine Inch Nails? Oh, no, that's Trent, Trent Reznor. Which was my Maynard ja- uh, James Keenan? A Tool? perfect circle and Tool. Tool, right. No, I just got my wires crossed. See, you're rubbing off on me, man. I, my, I used to have my rock and roll knowledge locked down. I wouldn't make embarrassing mistakes like that. But you, because of your bad influence, Nico doesn't know jack about rock. He doesn't know anything about the rock music format. And that's just that kind of sloppiness is just rubbing off on me. Speaking of which, do you want me to go through some neckline calls that we've gotten today? Yeah. Damn it. I'd almost forgotten all about it. Where's the, uh, there you go. This one's for you, Nico. Hey, man, this is for Nico, bro. Hey, Nico, where do you get the gall, bro, to not go to work on time, huh? When everybody else in the city has to be on time, if not, we'll get written up. I mean, come on, bro. I remember you were at the comic strip with your red hoodie and your notebook and your pencil in your ear, and now you have a daily gig, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. Buzz, Joanna, keep them in check, bro. Like, if he's th- if he's late, make sure that he gets donuts, water burger, or something the next day. Hey, yeah. Come on, Nico, don't mess it up. It's just become like every day this week. <laughs> he's late. We're 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 five, ten, almost fifteen minutes into the show. No, not fifteen. It's just joking. Because that's that's what that's what I consider ten late. Is your average. Yeah, you consider the, that late. I, if I'm over fifteen minutes past any start time for any job I've ever had, that's you what know, I know. That like, oh, I've, I have a similar policy. I've had a job. You know what? I, do you know what my policy is? I, I, if you're five minutes early, you're late. 
Yeah, that's not. That's, that's the a way different. That, that's that, a different school of thought. Nico, you're there's a lot you're, of people out late, there nodding you're late their head. To, you're late to radio. Me. You're late to late work? to radio. Like five minutes. But you know, that's but just five, are you kidding also, me? Dude? Also, five to ten. Who wait? Who said I'm the only person late in town? Almost oh, no. every job I've been to, I was like early. I was ten minutes late. Well, this is radio. People know. Yeah, you're we'll here, call you or out. You're, or you're late. <laughs> I know. Don't judge me for I it. I mean, if the caller, and thank you for that call. It was very timely and uh, much appreciated. And Buzz, Buzz had you know, to, you know what? Let's call his mom and dad and see if they could. Oh, they Because I, saw, you, I, saw, I so, saw your mom and dad. They're we, so embarrassed. They would be like, uh, whatever he does with this stupid joking thing, we don't care. Just tell him to go to school. And that's all they would be like. Uh, you going to write him up? We are so embarrassed when we hear that you're not showing up on time and we hear Buzz and Joanna and they're talking about Nico not being there yet. You've got to be more responsible. Hey, go come up with another Nine Inch Nails band member. (laughs) Shut up. Like both of you, yeah. God. He, Nico, def- he deflected off late, his thing. At least bring us coffee. You know what? You know what you should do? Have him uh, carry a sign uh, out there and say, "I will oh, not I be. I will not be late to work anymore." Or how about a sign that says, "I was," and then we have it so he can like erase it. I and don't. Put a different I don't consider ten minutes late today. I was eight minutes, yeah. and you've got to go out there for an entire Wait, Willie, hour. You consider you consider five minutes late? Late? Absolutely, yeah, no, bro. No, not at all. No, if you're no, five, five fifteen, minutes, fifteen minutes. Uh, before, you know what? I feel bad because I was, I was I was late to a meeting yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I will. Hey, wh- while you're getting that thought out, I will say to the caller, I don't consider uh, El Paso. Uh, it, it, I'd say probably five to ten minutes late is pretty standard is that, is <laughs> in El a lot of El Paso. Thing? Yeah. Oh. Do, uh, the, but the, that's the, no excuse. At the ambulance service, not I worked about at. This is for an ambulance service. All right. Yeah, you is know that, what happens so, so when you're late to that? People sounds like, die. Sounds like a ambulance service is, to is me. BPT? Brown people time? <laughs> <laughs> you could be late. Yeah, I'm on brown people. Shift. I'm on brown people time. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're white. You're white. You could be late <laughs> for your job as an EMT. Uh, again, five minutes is not considered late. You know, ten minutes is not considered late. Listen to it's me. Like, Listen, and I'm not joking. If you're not five minutes nah, early, don't believe in that. You're you're late. Nah. If you show up and you're only three minutes before the top of the hour, you're already two minutes late. Nah. I don't believe in that. Well. Show me where it reads that. I don't know. That's, uh, you know, that's, what this, that's the kind of mindset this country was built on. That's right. You Boomers. give it everything. I say write them up. I say... Yeah. Give him, they're give paying him, him so give, little. Give him a, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's honestly, there's nothing you can do. Really, it's we like, don't have anything Mico, hanging over his no head. Matter, yeah, I'll Mico, tell you what: Mico, if you're more than five minutes, if you come in more than five minutes after, maybe you don't get paid for that hour. I think Nico's trying to get fired, man. It's like he's trying to find a way out. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you asked me to be here. All right, that's <laughs> you need me. You need me. Let's see what else we've got in here. Uh, I can tell that this call is from Odessa, so it's probably Okie Dokie guy. What's up, Mojo? Yep, it's ODD. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, you know how there's guys out there with micro penises? <laughs> well, there's got to be women out there with micro vaginas, right? Oh my god! I mean, what? That may make sense. There's micro penises. There's got to be micro vaginas. Mm-hmm. So what if we get these men and women their own dating apps and let them meet? You know, their pieces will fit together like Legos. 
I don't know. Oh my god. Okay, do I just went to. I did not know that it would come with photos, but I went to Wikipedia to look at, up micro penis. Oh man. Oh, I oh you I'm looking up, up the, micro vagina. Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking up. You look up that. <laughs> it looks micro like a, penis. I that looked like a thumb. Is an actual dude. Term. Come on, what are you doing? Honestly, <laughs> that, look, that look. I want to read the thing. That, that, that looked like a, that guy had the thumbs up between his legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I can't be late. But you can show this. <laughs> How do you how do you go what? pee without peeing on your? <laughs> You're literally showing pornography on the. It's a it's a Wikipedia. It's a, it's medical. a medical article. Yeah, this is yeah medical. I'm trying to read the information. If you would just focus on the you know, get your mind out of the gutter for a second and ignore the micro penis <laughs> is an unusually small penis. <gasps> a common criterion is a dorsal, that means measured along the top. <laughs> Erectile. Hey, we we got to be able to discuss these type of things yeah. as adults what, without how, all how, this childish. Happy you know dorsal how, means top. How Because it says so in parentheses. It says measured on because it says it on Wikipedia. Hey, how many men are affected by micro penises? You know what? I'd like I'm to re- know. I'll read the like article. One out of one out of every ten. Every one out of what? How okay. many? So measured along the top because there's a. Uh, what do we got? We got five guys in here. So, somebody in here. Statistically, somebody in here has a micro penis. Nico. <laughs> so I have references to, uh, to fall into the category of micro penis. Okay. You have to have a erect penile length of. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Why can't they just tell me how long? At least two point five standard deviations smaller than the mean human penis size. What is the mean human penis? I, I don't know. Size? I don't know. This is, they just get you to human penis size. Then it, uh, it, there's a whole article on that. You know who I think has micro penis? Extremely successful men. Because they were you, driven. Because they were driven because you know you're not, you're not going to, you know. Uh, what else do you have to live for? Impress a woman with, yeah. with you know, with your uh, man part. Nico, so. what do they mean by 2.5 standard deviations smaller <laughs> than the mean? Well, in statistics, a standard deviation is... A, a uh, here you go. Micropenis occurs in about 0.6% of males. So less than 1%. So less than 1 out of 100 oh, people. Wow. About a, 1 out of 140 people. And they people. got all the men in the world in that one Wikipedia article right there in those pictures. Oh God, dude! You know what? You know I found in there. In response I, to the micro vagina, there is one. I mean, there is there is. Well, a, there's a syndrome. A condition, yeah. There's yeah. not like, it's not the same because a micro penis is not technically a medical problem. You know, unless I, I thought I had a micro penis in junior high uh-huh. because back in the day, Nico, you don't know this is before your time. A buzz knows this. Um, kids in school would shower. Lo- lo- yeah, locker rooms. And remember, there would be we would have seventh, eighth, ninth graders. And I remember I was I was a seventh grader, and I remember the ninth graders. You still man, got you, your kid. Uh, yeah. You still got your little yeah, boy body. Little, I, and have, you got some of these guys in there that are hanging dong. Yeah, right? I, I was. Right? So, yeah, and yeah, I, I remember. I, I got. I was. <laughs> I was I, I so I was depressed, man. For right, like, for it, like, I was, and, and I would I would change my, I would have my shorts under my pants because I didn't want nobody to see my little knuckle thing. Yeah, you know, because you thought that was as big as it was yeah, ever going to get. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you you relate to this then? 
Yeah, it just depends on this when you hit puberty. And I was kind of, I wasn't the earliest bloomer. There were no. some guys there uh, uh, that had like hairy chest yeah. and backs and crap. <laughs> yeah. They're in seventh grade taking a shower. <laughs> I was a late, late bloomer, yeah. man. No, I hear you. So I thought, yeah, I, I, thought I was a micro guy. Well, that makes sense in the situation, like, though. Until like 10th grade, and I go, oh, I'm, I'm regular. <laughs> there's there is something called vaginal hypoplasia where it's a sexual development disorder and and basically it doesn't the, the vagina doesn't develop completely but micropenis is different like that's not a the, medical it's thing. not like we can match these people up and they're gonna yeah. live happily ever after or maybe <laughs> or maybe they would maybe it's an idea right. joanna there's yeah. a movie coming out tomorrow called Where the Crawdad Sings. Oh, yeah. And my daughter wants to go see it. Yes. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. That looks really good. And it's based on a, one of the best-selling books, I guess, right. of all time, Where the Crawdad Sing, which came out in 2018. Do you know mm-hmm. the thing about where they suspect that the author of that book might have <gasps> murdered a poacher in, yes, in Africa? Yes, in Zambia. What? Okay. What, tell me what you know about this case, Okay, Joanna. so the writer... And her ex-husband and their son are wanted in Zambia for questioning of a murder of a poacher. I think they might say it's Zambia, but I, I could totally be wrong about that. Well, I'm going to call it Zambia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And that's that's what, what I know. Do you know what this movie's about? Yeah, it's kind murder. of... Okay, did you wow. ever see a... It's so this lady who, not a lady, but a little girl who lives out in the swamp, and her parents die. That she, and raises she, she raises herself, herself in a dangerous marshland of North Carolina. And I've seen the trailer for it, and you're thinking, you might be thinking, oh, it's like that Jodie Foster movie Nell. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Nell? Yeah. Back at Tan the Bay, she was like out in the swamp, and she never learned to speak because she didn't. You you don't remember that? She didn't learn to talk because she didn't have anybody around. But huh. it's not. Anyway, it's kind of that scenario. Yeah, and, it is and, like that. There's also like a covered up murder that's part of the plot of the novel. I assume the movie, and, and a lot of people swamp were. Up. Lady did it. Uh, I think the book makes it pretty pretty clear that the swamp lady did kill a guy, but that's supposed to be fictional. So is this a true story? Well, maybe the it, one where may- the girl raises herself. No, In the <laughs> I bet stuff like that has happened. In the marshland, uh, writer oh, sure. Dahlia Owens. Her ex-husband, Mark, and his son, Christopher, have been wanted for questioning in a murder case in Zambia. Or Zam... What were you saying, Joanna? Zambia. But this story is is old. You know why? Because they wrote this story years ago, man. It's called Tarzan. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Uh, come on, man. He murdered a poacher, didn't he? Let's see. The movie's coming out Friday. The book sold over 12 million copies. And this couple was in Zambia, uh, like as anti-poachers. And it was a documentary that ran in the United States, an ABC documentary called Deadly Game, the Mark and Delia Owens story on Turning Point, shows some of the poachers have been killed. And I guess the authorities in Zambia would like to talk to these people and they don't go so far as to say they're suspects but it sounds like they're possibly suspects and joanna one other thing do you want to do you want to give us the uh, urban dictionary word of the day now and we'll come back yes you You want to do that oh perfect and willie's here for this game too Oh, urban dictionary game with willie what are you guys trying to say you racist bastards (laughs) 
Huh? We, urban an, urban an, doesn't reply to you. Uh, I am you. an intellectual, my friend. <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> So, uh, Urban Dictionary's online d- dictionary, uh, which we're not going to search, but <laughs> Joanna's got a word, and we're going to try and guess if we can the definition of the word. All right, Joanna. All right. What is the word of the day? Your word today is actually two words, one term, and it's beef walk. <laughs> That's a good urban That's dictionary. That's a good one. Beef, beef walk. walk. Two words. Two words. All right, so just use your imagination. Is this slang? Yeah, yeah. Slang from the hood? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beef walk? Beef walk. You think you know what a beef walk is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, got well, about, you got about four minutes yeah. to come mm-hmm. up with an answer. Yeah. Beef walk. Beef walk. Huh? Oh, I, I, I get it. I got, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. Okay. Let us know what you think I, it is when we come back. Okay. All right. I got it. We will uh, come back with our guesses and find out what the uh, actual Urban Dictionary Word of the Day is. You know what sounds like it could be an Urban Dictionary Word of the Day? What's that? Pussifer. <laughs> <laughs> the band that uh, tools Maynard, James Keenan. Not Nine Inch Nails. Not Nine Inch Nails. Pussifer. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and give away tickets for this. Right. Caller number 10. The show is October 21st. Ibram Chavez Theater. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. So these are winning before you can buy them tickets. We'll have more tickets throughout the day. But caller number 10 at 915-910-4995. That's 910-4995. Just be the 10th caller, and we'll give you the tickets for Pussifer. They go on sale tomorrow, and then Pussifer will be here October 21st. We'll come back in just a couple of moments and find out the definition and our guesses for the Urban Dictionary Word of the Day. Morning Rock with Buzz Adams. I saw you do this crazy. I love him. Funny and off the wall. Buzz in the morning. It's entertaining every day. 1900, the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Segma, cooch, tootsie roll, santo, rum, and camel toe. Butter, paste, tea, bagging, papa, bowl, ho. Bukaki, neck, and hashtag. Happy trail, douchebag. Cleveland, steamer, head cleaner. San Francisco, bird feeder. Joanna, didn't you say you looked up San Francisco bird feeder and it was <laughs> yeah. just no. way too dirty? It was so dirty. Wait, what, what's what? wrong with you? Why did well, you just because it's in the song. And Joanna's I, always saying, like, I go through the song I lyrics. Go through the song. Well, I just but found most it. of those are so dirty. You just found out what a rusty trombone is. I want you all to look up good. tummy sticks, though. I want you to look up vabbing. 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 That's a new thing, yeah. Vabbing? V-A-B-B. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Look it up. Well, 
Tummy got, sticks. Ugh. <laughs> Tummy sticks? I can I already too dirty imagine. to do on the air? Yeah. Is it like like uh it's sexual, right? Stomach waffles, stomach pancakes? What's stomach pancakes? <laughs> I can't. It's one of well, those. I just can't think of how. Let's to... get through this one first, and then we'll go through the. Does party. it wait pancakes because of baby powder? Pancakes. Oh yeah, I get it. Oh okay, yeah. I see. No, it, tummy sticks is not like that. Did you get a collar ten for the Pussifer tickets? Yes, Aaron was our winner for the Pussifer tickets. Woo! Congrats, Aaron. All right, we're gonna have some more throughout the day today. So be listening. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at ten a.m. You can get them at the Abraham Chavez, or at the Plaza Theater box office. And we'll have another pair tomorrow during the morning show, too. <laughs> Willie Barsena is here. You should go out and see comedy this weekend. <laughs> Whether you go Thursday or Friday, two shows Saturday, the Sunday show at the El Paso Comic Strip, go out and support live local comedy, and you can't go wrong by going to see a Willie Barsena show. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. always... Think about man, that. I- Always new, fresh material. I mean, honestly, Willie Barsena, I mean, you, you're one of the best stand-up comics that's touring and, and doing stand-up. I mean, uh, if you want to see a really good stand-up show, you should see Willie. Quit giving Willie tummy I'm sticks. not. I'm honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you a rusty trombone. I'm going to give you a rusty trombone for that. <laughs> No, you know, I had to memorize all, well, I don't have to, but when we announced the comics that come up next week when I was hosting, I was doing all Willie's announcements, and I was like, yeah, I mean. Hey, I wanted to ask you. 11 show, eleven appearances on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Showtime special, Netflix special. Comedy Central special. Comedy Central special. Willie used to be, like, the man in the street for Jay. I, I used did, to see, no, like, I, some of the jaywalking when Jay wouldn't do it, you would do it? No, no, no. No. Did you know, I did, I did, did it you once. know John I, Melendez I, I, when you were, when you were in tight with Jay? No, I didn't know John. Stuttering John? No, I didn't know Stuttering. He was the... Yeah, like, I, while I he was the announcer. He was the announcer. No, but I did it for Cinco de Mayo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw that one. Uh, yeah, I did it for Cinco de Mayo. That, that, that was it, man. That racist bastard. He only had Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> well, Willie's at the comic strip this weekend. All right, give us our Urban Dictionary word of the day. Your word for today is beef walk. Beef walk. Beef walk. Everywhere Chris Hemsworth goes. What? Would be a beef walk. Is that what your definition is? That is that your definition? Man, beef man. walk is somebody that's walking like they're going to, uh, like something's going to go down. Right? Like walking oh, tough. Oh, yeah, walking like tough. Like when you got beef like with you got, Yeah, so you're going to beef walk. <gasps> I like that one. See, I'm thinking beef cake. Like the name, like for a buff guy or wait, something. Wait, wait, wait. Let's oh, go in turn. So, <laughs> Willie... Tell us your your guess. My guess is that guy that guy's beef walking. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's looking for fight. Yeah, he's looking for trouble. All right, here's mine. Came to the right place. <laughs> trouble. <laughs> Look right in my face. All right, but ah, uh-huh, Elvis right. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I see it. What? Nico is uh uh, you know, he's influencing you now <laughs> because it was no. Go ahead, man. <laughs> I, I picture beef walk as something that goes on at a gym. It's those guys that they're at the gym all the time, but you see them walking around a lot more than you see them working out. And they got their arms out like they're so swole that they can't put their arms down, but they're really just walking around like cruising chicks. And they work out so little, they'll actually go to the water fountain and like splash some of the water so it looks like they're all sweaty. And then they'll continue their beef walk around the, beef walk. Around I like the gym. That. I like that. God. That's what I came up with. You got so riled up there. (laughs) (laughs) 
You're pretty animated about your beef walk. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I was thinking beef cakes. Like, guys are referred to as beef cakes. So I think that's kind of what you were saying. Like, big muscular guys just, you know. I, I Mine was more for, like, getting girls, though. Mm. So a beef walk would be, like, Chris Hemsworth walking down the street. Oh, that actually was oh, your guess. Okay. Well, that was an example okay. yeah, of a beef walk. All right. Okay. Joanna, did any of us end up getting the definition close to correct? No, no. none of you did, but I really loved all your answers. They were really good. Are you ready to find out what a beef walk is? You're darn right. All right. <laughs> beef walk, going outside or away from the group in order to fart with less consequence. <laughs> beef walk. Hey, man. Beef walk. I got to take a beef walk. I got yeah. a friend. Oh, you guys know my friend who calls farts. Oh, man, I just beefed over there. Robert Hawkins. You got to know Robert, right? No. You don't know Robert Hawkins? He wrote on Titus, uh, the show Titus. Uh, he's real good friends with Ron. Yeah, like, he's, a, yeah. he's a comic. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know. Like, he, he calls fart beefing. So, God, you should take a beef walk pretty often. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just you and me in here. I don't feel like I need to. <laughs> I mean, I, then we could be like, where did Buzz go? Oh, he went to Beef Walk. I, I had to take a Beef Walk around the studios. <laughs> I was just taking a little Beef Walk. I could go, go crop dust the sales department. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what crop dust is, Nico? Where you uh, Beef Walk and you let it yeah, float. And you let it follow you, you yeah. around like a trail. Like you're, <laughs> like you're flying a, a biplane over a cornfield in Nebraska somewhere. Well, none of you got it right, but I'm giving you all five points because those were good answers. We all get five points. Yes. All right. Good job, everyone. Good job. Good job, Willie. Was this your first I Urban Dictionary? Billy's. Yeah, this was I my like first. Yeah. Yeah. I get well, I, I could see that happening. Like, a beef walk is some guy that's just angry <laughs> walking yeah, around. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. You see guys like that. It's like that, yeah. oh, that, that dude's looking like, for a reason to fight. He's yeah, beef he, walking. He'd he, he, he be beef walking. Yeah, that's how I feel. Guys aren't good at much. They sure do. Make me laugh. <laughs> the Buzz Adams Morning Show on KLAQ will be back. Right now at Wendy's, start your mornings with the two for three dollars mix and match deal in the Wendy's app. Mix and match two great breakfast items with a choice of the sausage or bacon egg and cheese biscuit or the sausage or bacon egg and Swiss croissant for just three bucks. But only when you order in the Wendy's app. We're talking fresh cracked eggs, savory sausage, flaky croissants, and hot and buttery biscuits straight out of the oven for just three bucks. The perfect combination is any combination. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Wendy's app account registration required. Not valid with any. Willie Barcetta is in town, and starting tonight, you can see the El Paso comic strip. We're going to let Willie go get some breakfast. Hey, what? We were worried about you. Your favorite place to get menudo <laughs> apparently closed down. The Village Inns. I wonder. They, all- <laughs> they say that the Village Inns turned into something called Buttersmith, but I haven't been in. But people say they have the same menu the Village Inn did, but I don't know if that applies to the Menudo. <laughs> You're a big Village Inn yeah, Menudo you, fan, you, right? You have a good memory, man. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I love that little bowl they give you and the bread. And- yeah, it is good. Yeah. I think it's endless, too. Can you have as much as you want, too? Yeah. yeah. 
Coming up on Saturday, KLAQ is going to be out at the All Radio Blood Drive. This is uh, put on by Ears, El Paso area radio stations. And Glenn's going to be there. Glenn Garz is going to be there along with Joe Pete. And they're going to have stuff to give away. So that's 9 to 11 at Barnett Harley-Davidson. Donate blood for a chance to win a Harley. You could win a Road King Police Harley-Davidson motorcycle by being a blood donor. All donors receive a uh, T-shirt. Plus, there's going to be a lot of other prizes all weekend long. So the blood drive itself is going on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The all-radio blood drive is at... Barnett Harley-Davidson, 8272 Gateway Boulevard East. Hey, uh, Joanna. Yeah? If I brought up a story about Army Hammer and that he might be working, like, at a at a resort uh-huh. in the Cayman Islands, have you heard anything about that? I have, yeah. It's the better... Sub. He's not working the grill, I can tell you that. <laughs> Thank gonna, you. Oh, because because he you know, fantasized about being a cannibal. Right. Yeah. Okay, so this actor Army Hammer. Yeah. You this, know who he was? Is this the guy you have right here? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't he the Lone Ranger? Yeah. Like when, when Johnny Depp was Tonto, he was the guy that was Lone Ranger, right? Yeah, I think so. I just remember he the played Winkle, the Winklevoss twins yeah. in the social network. The Winklevoss. He's he's a handsome man. That's well, what, listen to this. Last that's week, what his victims say too. Last wow. week, I don't know. Reports circulated as photos of Army Hammer surfaced on social media and in tabloids. They appear to show the actor working at a hotel resort in the Cayman Islands, and people speculated. Well, when I hear something like that with a big movie star, I'm thinking, oh, well, he's researching a role. Right. But that is not what's coming out. What? What? what The hotel told various media outlets, including Variety, that Hammer was not... Uh, part of their staff. Now a source tells Variety that Hammer is working selling timeshares at a hotel in the Caymans. Had, had you heard that part of it, Joanna? Yeah. What? Um. What, he couldn't get any gigs? He oh. has been all but canceled because I guess some messaging that he sent back and forth to women where he fantasized about cannibalism and eating. Well, to be fair, these were women he was dating at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, you can't go by that, man. <laughs> yeah. And, and this happened during the pandemic when we really didn't have anything to pay attention to. And it was kind of like, oh, here are some creepy text messages from Armie Hammer. His grandpa owned Ar- Armin Hammer. No, he didn't. His, well, they, name, his name was Armand but Hammer. But he, he did own it. He bought, he bought it because yeah. everybody said, oh, you ought to own Armand Hammer since his name was Armand Hammer. But he made all his money in the oil business. So, Willie, his dad and his grandpa were also kind of known for being playboys and doing uh, kind of being crazy. So this guy went from being on the top. Top, very top. And now he's selling timeshares of the Cayman Islands. I'm trying to find some yeah. kind of background about the... The accusation, or the you know what's out there about him. Uh, so the person who asked to remain anonymous said that prior to working as a timeshare salesman, Hammer was managing an apartment complex in the Cayman Islands. He's living there so he can be near his two young children, who are residing there with his ex-wife, TV host and entrepreneur Elizabeth Chambers. Okay, well, him being there for his. For his kids, I get, that, that'll make sense. Uh, source also told Variety that Hammer had spent time in recovery at a treatment facility after his career downfall. I don't know. If you just wrote some crazy stuff in a text, 
but you didn't really do it. All right. Uh, I, 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 and maybe I'm mini- I don't want to downplay what's going on. He said a bunch of weird things, though. Despite his wealthy family lineage, the sort lineage, the source explains that he is not on the family payroll and needs to work a normal job to earn money since he's not getting work in Hollywood. Here we go. Now we're getting to the part. Last year, after he was accused online of sexual abuse and improper behavior. There you go. See, I didn't want to say, is it a big deal until I knew everything. So they're saying that he, in addition to some of these fantasies about cannibalism, he's being accused of uh, sexual abuse and improper behavior. He was dropped by his agency, fired from all the projects that he had been working on, including a Jennifer Lopez movie and a Broadway play and a Paramount Plus series. He got dropped from all of that. Uh, Last week, rumors circulated on social media that Hammer was working as a concierge employed at Moritz Resort in Grand Cayman. And now a source is coming out saying, well, he's actually... uh, He's actually selling timeshares. Do you want to hear any of the text messages? Or no? Okay. That he that he would allegedly write to, to women. What, what, at least one girlfriend. He said, text me, text me about breaking your bones while a word for sexually assaulting you. And then I'll send you the voice note while I complete while reading it. Okay. All right. I want to see you. I want to see everything. I want to see your brain, your blood, your organs, every part of you. Brains. I would definitely bite it. Oh. Man. Or, or F it. Oh. And I thought a slap was bad. <laughs> was, wasn't there like a housewife that was like, Army Hammer could grill me anytime or something like that or eat my ribs? If I F'd you, it would be in a vegetative state, into a vegetative state. I'd keep you, feed you, wash you. And keep doing it. Hammer, who was married at the time of the alleged incidents, has strongly denied the rape claim, stating that any interactions with any women were consensual. Well, I would say based on the... I I don't judge people for what they're into as long as it's two consenting people. You know, if they want to talk about... Eating each other and tearing you. I want to brand you, tattoo you, mark you, shave your head, and keep your hair with me. (laughs) Okay, that's pretty crazy. I'm seeing a lot of, there are a lot of flags that are going up. (laughs) Cut cut a piece of your skin off and make you cook it for me. Oh, my God. Oh, man. This guy's out there. Dude, why would you have to be so freaky like when that? I tell if you, you look like you, him, have to be, you get what, any woman what, in the world, yeah, you don't have what, to be a freak. You'd have to be, yeah, the chick like, oh, my God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> right, you've crossed the line. When I tell you to slit your wrists and use the blood as lube. God. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Didn't it come out in that Johnny Depp trial that he would say all kinds of just crazy things in text messages? Bro, I just got a micro penis over there. <laughs> 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 Who does? I just got a micro oh, penis yeah, over that one. <laughs> it's drunk. <laughs> Let me see what else is happening before before Willie leaves. Uh, Willie, no, Willie when was the last one. time you were in town? Was it before Lisa? Well, Lisa was still here, right? We're allowed to talk about her? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah I mean, I don't think she's talking to me right now, but it's, it's not work-related. I didn't get tickets for Love and Thunder. Lisa's before, mad at so. Buzz right now because he promised to buy movie tickets for her and, and Joanna. And, and then I, and I then spaced it and went out of town, and the movie opened. And the movie wasn't even that good, so I've already seen it. I, I feel like 
you don't alert based me. on on the how my review of the movie i i shouldn't have to buy your tickets for this one i'll nope. buy your tickets for nope when it comes out no she was here the last, last time, time right yeah, yeah yeah and i just did a one-nighter the last time i was here that's right i just did a wednesday night i was passing through so this is a it's a full week all right this is the full monty yeah. are you, full you, week. you give me back tomorrow um if the boss <laughs> yeah i mean okay. if, you, if you want to oh buzz <laughs> That's who, who else who else in this room could he be referring to as the boss i don't know maybe willie has a boss but you well willie has i'm sure willie has a boss but out of us i'm pretty sure he's talking about me <laughs> well he's got a show tonight man i love joanna's laugh oh, yeah. it's the best I, it always takes me back to that childhood show uh flipper, yeah, flipper. <laughs> you're the reason we have that sound oh yeah. my god the only reason I have this sound effect is because you t said one time, the last time yeah. that you were here, that Joanna's laughter sounds like a dolphin. Yeah. It's adorable. It's adorable. Jo laugh. Joanna, uh -huh. it's adorable. I'm going to tell you something. You. you know what? It actually <laughs> makes me... It, I, this is going to sound weird, but it makes me hot. Oh, okay. Go. <laughs> Goodbye, micro-penis. Speaking about, speaking about measuring across the dorsal fin... <laughs> Well, Willie, I I never ask you as a guest. What do you want to talk about? Well, my son. Yeah, your son. Let's talk about Fabian. I've been hey, hearing about your kids hey, for just, all these years. This is the first time I ever met one of your kids. He, he got a uh, he, he got a uh, um. You got all seven, boys? No, seven. Yeah, I have all boys. But he got a uh, operation. Uh, what seven months ago? He got Tommy John. Yeah, I got for, it in uh, December. I got it in December. Tommy John surgery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Show 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 so, Buzz the scar. Check it out. Yeah, so it's where they. They get your uh, like your wrist tendon, and they put it in your elbow. That's a gnarly surgery. So, is, what's the deal with your wrist now? Like, well, so have... so apparently, um, you don't need that. Really? Yeah, apparently, that's what he's a doctor. So I was like, all right. And is this from playing baseball? Yeah, yeah, I was uh, a pitcher. Yeah, I was pitching my last year of college. But I don't know why you pitched, dude, because you were third baseman and shortstop, and it's a college, and they have their full roster of pitchers. So why would they need? That's what I, I honestly, dude. I always wanted, you know, you can't say anything as a dad because it'll mess you up. But I don't understand why they had you pitching when they had a full roster of pitchers, right? Yeah, I mean, like our our. Our pitchers, our staff was low, but, you know, I've always wanted to pitch in college. Yeah, just to say sure, I college. get that. There are a lot but, of pros that were known as sluggers. Like, they got to the point, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the that big meathead's name. And, and, oh. uh, Bryce Harper? He, you know, it's he was an outfielder. <laughs> he was one of the Bash brothers with Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco. Oh, Jose Canseco. Uh, yeah, Jose Canseco was like, let me pitch, let me pitch. So they uh, finally let him pitch in a game. It's like, I think everybody wants to be on the mound, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're going to find it, out that... It's, uh, just, it's completely different from, from and, playing the infield. So. I, I, you know, so we're taking a road trip together, right? Him and I from, uh, from L.A. And uh, it's the first time we've done this. Like, you know, all this time in the car, just me and... And, and and Fabian, and this things that I found out about his life, his childhood with me that I didn't know about. You know, when I was a kid, I always wanted to play baseball, right? So, I I mean, for me to get a baseball was a big thing. To get a brand new baseball was huge. I didn't know him and his brother. I would come home from the road, right, and I, and then I would buy them all this baseball equipment, and they used to hate 
when I would come home with a brand new bucket of baseballs. And right. I thought it was cool. I thought I was like doing the coolest thing as a dad, and they hated it. Well, it, look, I don't know if you ever seen like, like when they make fun of like crazy baseball dads, like you see in the movies, like little leagues, they take it all crazy. They take something that should be a fun game and they turn it into just like yeah. this grueling nightmare. That was my dad. That was yeah, that was sure. my dad. <laughs> I, I could tell that about just knowing Willie. Yeah, that he probably overdid it. Where you made it not fun for him. Okay, what did I not make it fun, bro? I mean, you, come on, we moved on. I, I can am, take it. Am, am I allowed to say this over air? Oh no, I don't. I don't get you in trouble. Oh, the, <laughs> did your dad ever get kicked out of a game? Oh yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. even was, when you were real little. Yeah, uh, like he would, he would come. I was think, he a coach or just in the stands? No, he was a coach. Yeah, so yeah. You get, yeah. get in a fight with like the fourteen-year-old umpire or whatever during T-ball. Yeah, was that, was yeah, that the kind was, of daddy? He yeah, was? from like he was my coach from like seven to like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, every weekend, what his shirt come down. off? Something like his shirt would come off, and no, you just get out there, you get nose to nose with the umpire. Me, no, me and you the kick other, dirt on his shoes. Me and me and no, it's never. It, honestly, it was rarely the Blues. It was mo- the other coaches, right? You, you know what? There, there was one other team that that we played for. Like, uh, this team was our rival, right? But their coach was like another one of my dad, who was just this crazy baseball guy too. So they freaking clash like every week because they're too much alike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, but the games were crazy though because our games had like had a lot fans. Of swear words no, no, no. probably. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. A lot of swear words. Just yelling, but our, really our, obscene yeah. stuff out. But our games had like like probably like a hundred people or more watching <laughs> every time. Game. Yeah, for a literally game, which is you know we're That's like a, ten years old. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I was, I was, I was. <laughs> Yeah, I was. But you know, you get older, you get wiser, and as I as they got older, I I learned more about the game. And I, I heard that Fabian is the reason you're such a hit on TikTok because he's got all those algorithms figured out and stuff. Yeah, ex- yeah, right? no, he, like it's thanks to him. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with baseball or all the <laughs> pressure you put on him. He's like really, really taking your career to this whole other level. Well, it kind of gave it a, a resurgence, you know. He gave it a. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it was crazy because uh, I went to school for communications, but I didn't, you know, I went to school to play baseball, and it kind of just so happened that I learned communications. <laughs> <laughs> I went to play baseball, but I accidentally learned something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, nice to meet you, Fabian. Right, nice to meet you, too. All right, Willie. Hey, thank you for having me, brother. Right. I always appreciate you, man. Nico, Joanna, love you guys. All right, we'll, we'll see you at the comic strip or possibly. says bro, just like yeah, bro, Does bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's take a break. We're going to come back and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is on the way right after this. The local guys. The morning show that's live and local. They stay local. Hey, we don't pipe this crap in from out of town. Because he's back. <laughs> I've got three random facts on the way for you. Woo! They're all factual, and there's three different items. But I want to tell you about the Back to School Expo presented by Western Tech. It's happening at Silla Vista Mall Saturday, August the 6th. That's tax-free weekend. So most of the kids in El Paso are going to go back to school. Most, not all, but most are going to go back on August 1st. I think is what was said in the meeting yesterday. But the tax-free weekend for the entire state isn't until 
that weekend, so August the 6th. And I checked. You can find all this information. If there's anything you miss or that I didn't get the details on, you can find all the details at klaq.com. Just look for the Back to School Expo heading. Western Tech and Coca-Cola Southwest Beverages present El Paso's Back to School Expo August the 6th at Silla Vista Mall. There are going to be exhibits, school exhibits, student exhibits, uh, performances on the YMCA performance stage, giveaways galore from Johnson's Jewelers. They've got a prize tent, Texas Kids Dental Coloring Contest, and scholarship giveaways from El Paso Electric. It's the Back to School Expo at Silla Vista Mall, Saturday, August the 6th, and you can find out additional details about it at klaq.com. Uh, got a few more neckline calls that have been uh, coming in. You know, during the show or overnight or maybe some that I didn't get to yesterday. So let me just see if I can get to some of these. Hey, Nico, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. If you're going to be late, don't bother showing up at all. Uh, Thank you. And that right. kind of work. That, that is called a work <laughs> ethic. We used to have that in this country. If you're on time, you're late. Mm-hmm. If you're five minutes late, don't even bother. I don't want to say that because he'll. I know. I was about it. to say, if you don't want me to show up, <laughs> right. then I won't. It's true. He probably won't. If it's five me. minutes past and you don't want me to show up, then a I won't. Thing, a thing like that is meant to be to shame you or to pressure you into, into changing your ways. But for Nico, it's just like, well, if I'm already five minutes late and you don't want me to show up, I guess I might as well not show up. I know you guys want me to feel really bad. I don't care. I don't. Yeah, either. no, I think you should. I, I, I don't feel, feel bad. bad. I don't feel shamed. <laughs> Not at all, huh? Not at all. Because I, uh, I don't know. You're, you're, you're a millennial. No, not that. It's, I, it's five, the you, same it's age. five minutes. It's like, really? Really? Although, it's look, like I don't, it's I don't do it. I don't minutes. do it on purpose. It's One, I don't do it on purpose. Two, I definitely try and make it uh, in just, early. Well, you've got an alarm, right? <laughs> yes, but Set your alarm. sometimes my Ten puppy minute. takes longer to no, pee. No, 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 no. The normal. You know so. what? There are people that have children. They still manage to get to work on time. You can't use your guy. They don't puppy. put their kids in a crate and leave them for four hours or three hours. The, okay. I, well, all I'm saying is. There are people that have much, right. I'm not much saying more it's responsibility you're right. You're right. in their life than I you also do, and just, they manage to do it. I also just don't think it's that big a deal. All right. Well, then you. I hope you're willing to deal with all the fallout. Like, when we count it down, this, that's what we've been doing recently. Like, it's five, hey, it's uh, five minutes after. <laughs> do you think Nico's going to be here before six? <laughs> you started with that yesterday, and I made it within uh, 60 seconds of you. Yesterday. I was driving but so it doesn't, fast. You it didn't doesn't, make it between 60 seconds. It doesn't... In my head, I did, Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't bother you like, oh, man, maybe I need to lock this down and be more responsible. No. None of that. I don't consider being irresponsible. All right. Good morning. Wow. Love your guys' show. <laughs> but how many times are you going to replay the same hour each morning? I have heard the story about the golf and uh, being a fur daddy, fur baby, and uh, probably eight times in the last two weeks. You guys got to get it together. Well, I'm going to assume... Uh, and You're talking you. about a best of? Probably right. when I was out of town on vacation, you guys probably played back some segments. Uh-huh, yeah. There's a best of that runs on Saturday and 
the entire five o'clock hour is kind of like a stuff from the previous day's show. So mm-hmm. from five to six. So look, I think we're spreading it a little thin myself. You, you think we should be doing more replays? No, no, no. I I get what he's saying. Oh, if you, okay, if okay. you're listening all the time, yeah, you hear a lot. And but it, it, doing the five to six o'clock hour, I would. Ra- I mean, we used to do a live hour. I get to sleep in an extra hour, so I'm not going to make waves about that. You used to tell me <laughs> <laughs> that was brutal. You used to tell me that the audience is always changing. That it's not the same audience that's listening for the whole show or four hours. Yeah. So I mean, most people who use radio. Live radio, right? Uh, usually do it in their car or when they're getting ready. A good rule of thumb used to be about fifteen minutes. That's why you really break down a radio hour into quarter hours because you're like, and this was pounded in my head. Maybe times are changing. I don't know, but it was pounded in. You've got a completely different audience every fifteen minutes. But I don't think we played anything eight times. I think what happened was I had vacation. Maybe he caught something. On the Saturday best uh-huh. of, and maybe he also, uh, the caller was tuned in during right. the five o'clock hour. But I get look noted. I got it. Got one other call here. That the, the, that guy's voice sounds familiar. He's called in before the guy with the raspy, yeah, gravelly sounds voice. like a pirate or something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Hello, both Adam's morning show. I just wanted to remind um, you and your listeners that every 68 seconds, an American is sexually assaulted, and every nine minutes, that victim is a child. Um, I don't know if you guys like statistics or hate them or not, but it's according to the Rain Foundation, and it's just really infuriating knowing that women every day are suffering more probably than men and children, and nobody cares. Just wanted to um, tell you and your raging Republican listeners and buzz that. Okay, bye bye. Wait a minute. Hmm. Why? Why did I get lumped in there? Yeah, like I want to tell your raging Republicans and buzz. And buzz. Mm-hmm. You. I mean, I don't think I, I don't think you'd be hard pressed to find anybody who's like I'm pro sexual assault. Well, do you think this had to do with Roe v. Wade, maybe, and uh, no exceptions for? Incest or, or rape? What? Because why else would she be bringing? Joanna, did we ever have a segment about? I don't remember. Yeah, but well, thank you for the statistics. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's helpful. Well, it's a terrible statistic. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, a terrible, it's terrible. a terrible statistic. Maybe, but I don't think just, I don't think we're denying that sexual assault happens. I don't think we ever said or, anything to say that's not happening. Right. And I don't remember playing anything in the replays about it. <laughs> Because that could be the only other thing is if right. it was a replay that we we're not all sure about. Right. Sometimes a lot of things come flying at me when after I get back from a week of vacation because <laughs> the replays. I heard you talking about this. And it's something. Yeah. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. look. I got an article up. I just want to draw some attention to this real quick because it kind of ties into that call. If you go over to klaq.com. Uh, the judge who's handling the case of the Walmart shooter is Sam Medrano, uh, 409th, I think is his district. And he lit into the district attorney in court about a week ago, on January, uh, July 1st is mm-hmm. what it was, so a couple weeks ago. Judge Sam Medrano 
made very clear that his comments were definitely directed to the DA, Yvonne Rosales. She's been the DA since January 2021. And her predecessor, Jaime Esparza, for three decades had been the district attorney. And he had built up, El Paso was known for its very, very tough stance from the DA's office on domestic crimes, Mm -hmm. domestic violence and sexual crimes. And now? Well, there's a lot of criticism that she has dismantled that and wow. that that is the only thing that she has done. And when the judge laid into her, uh, he was she had made a statement or put out, a you know, uh, something had come out of the DA's office saying they were hoping to get the Walmart, the 2019 Walmart shooting trial started sometime in summer of 2023. Uh, so uh, this is all according to El Paso Matters. Bob Moore and his staff over there. I can't say enough about how much great reporting they Amazing do at El Paso reporting. Matters. Uh, Judge Medrano blasted the DA, uh, Rose, uh, Yvonne Rosales, number one, for making public comments about the case. And then he slapped a gag order on the whole thing. So that means, and it seemed like his attitude was, I shouldn't have to tell you guys this, but nobody's supposed to be talking about this case. And she has a press conference. I don't, I don't know if it yeah, was she a had a press, press conference where she announced the intent to yeah right try the, uh, the, the but he also ripped into her uh, for not having done a single thing as far as a court filing goes pertaining to this case and he's like you are talking about you want it to be as early as next summer and let me see if I can find the quote here this is from Judge Medrano not one pleading not one motion not one request. Not one business record, not one proposed jury questionnaire, not one subpoena, not one witness list, not one expert. And he did this, and El El Paso Matters was very clear to point this out, that this was a dressing down that he did in front of the media, in front of the defense attorneys, in front of the DA's office attorneys, in front of victims' families that were there. Uh, Not one expert witness list has been filed by your office. And Sam Medrano is only the latest El Paso judge that has had some really harsh words that they do not have their stuff together in, to the point where people are being released because the DA's office hasn't decided whether or not to file charges. Oh, she needs to resign. Well, you know, that's something that I'm hearing people oh, talking absolutely. about. Can we recall a DA? I think we might be getting a little ahead of ourselves, but... You're not the first person to ask that question. Is there a recall or a vote of no confidence? Uh, Earlier this year, I think in March, the jail magistrate sent an email to Rosales criticizing her for repeated instances where suspects had to be released because the district attorney's office took too long to decide whether or not they were going to indict. So potential criminals? No, no, no. Listen to this. In December 2021, Judge Alyssa Perez dismissed a capital murder charge after finding the DA's office had mishandled the case. Wow. The DA's office had already mishandled the case, and then they decided they were going to go after a death penalty. And Anyway, uh, the uh, Walmart shooting case is one of the highest profile cases currently probably in you know the history of the United States it's a it's a huge case so it's hard to imagine a scenario where they would botch it so badly that the shooter gets gets out but i think it would behoove us all if the district attorney either gets the office together or 
failing that, maybe admits, I'm in over my head, I, I'm not up to the task, and let somebody else take over because the whole thing seems to be in disarray. I think by the time your incompetence gets to the news, it's too late to fix this. Well, it's too I mean, late to the, turn this the, around. The Buffalo Shooters case has already started trial. I mean, they're already going through the motions of it. Why, why has it taken so long? I think what I had read in this same article, I, I got most of my information, not all of it, but most of it from the El Paso Matters, and there's a link to that article uh, in there, that they're looking to begin the trial in 2024. Okay, can I also say this? Does it seem like Yvonne Rosales is doing all this for publicity? Like, she wanted to be the face of the, of the trial because, you know, that would make her a very prominent figure as the person prosecuting the Walmart shooter. I don't want to speculate on motive, but there have been enough stories about well, the why would she DA's give a, office and the number of people who've quit in the DA's office. Why would she give a press conference and say she wants well, this trial to start by summer when the judge says you haven't even filed anything? Why are you, why are you going to Madrano said the grandstanding ends today so, when he put out the I the think gag that grandstand, grandstanding is trying to raise her profile. But but I think that ignores an even larger issue, as much as that grandstanding might be part of it, but also just the disarray and what appears to be a severe, critical lack of leadership in the district attorney. Yeah, office. because when you focus all on your image, things get the actual important work seems to get forgotten. I don't want to. I don't want to speak to what the root. No, of you it don't is. have to, but I will. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say it sounds like it. <laughs> Me, it looks like it. But I don't know. Is but there? I'm an you idiot. Know, they they recall politicians in other California places, yeah. all the time. They have votes of no confidence, and really, it seems like a lot of people inside the legal system in El Paso are getting the message out that there is some kind of crisis in the DA's. Can I just tell you, if I was the family member of one of the victims, I would be furious. I'd be absolutely furious. But you know what I'm saying? Like the most incompetent DA couldn't screw up this case to the point because then there, there are also federal charges right but know. that might mean there, there's a state mistrial they might sure yeah there could be a mistrial in the state level fortunately these are also federal crimes yeah. uh you ready for some random facts Woo! all right and now it's time for one two three random 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 facts do my best to make sure that these are all confirmed, accurate facts and that they have a sources. You fact check your I facts. I try to fact check my facts. Random fact number one. Turkey vultures use defensive vomit to get rid of any animal that's disturbing it. Huh. They can propel their puke up to 10 feet so the turkey vultures will disgorge. Oh my god. Get away from me. being disturbed by an animal. A great superpower. <laughs> Get away. <laughs> right. They should have... I The next Suicide Squad, they should have turkey, turkey vulture. vulture. <laughs> <laughs> Super puke. Random fact number two. Tupac. And I don't think I have to give a last name. Yeah, everybody knows who Tupac is. Tupac auditioned for the role of Bubba in Forrest Gump. Hmm. The role went to Michael T. Williamson, but just think about it. It could have been rap legend Tupac Shakur doing this scene. Anyway, like I was saying, shrimp is the fruit of the sea. You can barbecue it, 
Boil it, broil it, bake it, saute it. There's um, shrimp kebabs, shrimp creole, shrimp gumbo, pan fried, deep fried, stir fried. There's pineapple shrimp, lemon shrimp, coconut shrimp, pepper shrimp. Shrimp soup, shrimp <laughs> stew. Shrimp That's when they're salad, scrubbing the floor with the toothbrushes. Shrimp potatoes, shrimp burger, shrimp sandwich. That's, that's about it. <laughs> Could have been Tupac. Wow. Random fact number three. Only 12 people have ever walked on the moon. Four are still alive. But the youngest person to have ever walked on the moon is 86 now. John Glenn? Was he the youngest? John Glenn never walked on the moon. Oh, no? No, no. He was first to orbit the Earth. Oh, I feel bad for him. Um, also, and I, this is, it just so happens that I heard this the other day in a podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, the podcast was uh, How Stuff Works, all about the Boy Scouts. Out of the 12 people who walked on the moon, nine were Boy Scouts. Nine of the 12 astronauts who ever walked on the moon were Boy Scouts. I just thought mm-hmm. that was very... Very interesting. You think they sold a lot of popcorn? Do the Boy Scouts sell popcorn? I thought that's what a Boy Scout thing was. I don't know. It's not cookies. Yeah, yeah, they used to sell something. For the jamboree. For the big (laughs) jamboree. But, uh, yeah, the youngest person who walked on the moon that's still alive is 86 years old now. I don't think I have to tell anybody what a big deal it was when the first man, and that was Neil Armstrong, stepped out onto the moon. You remember? Hey, Neil, we can see you coming down the ladder now. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. What was it like watching that live? Like, how exciting was <laughs> it to be, si- the moon landing to be sitting around your TV? I, I can't remember. With, you know. The earliest thing I can remember where it was one of the friendship missions where we linked up and our American astronaut shook hands with a cosmonaut from the Soviet Union. That was That's probably like cool. 75. That Neil Armstrong clip you hear is only a portion of the actual audio. This is very rare, but I have the full audio. You here. do? Yeah, I sure do. There's a tranquility base. The eagle has landed. Jesus H. Christ. Houston. <laughs> We're on the move over <laughs> roger tranquility we copy that we cannot believe you are on the move repeat cannot believe it over the moon for christ's sake the moon over you are cleared to hook up lunar equipment conveyor to walk walk on the moon. Over. I'm descending the ladder. See the Earth. The entire planet Earth. For the love of Christ. We read you, <laughs> Tranquility. Over. On the bottom rung of the ladder. Just one more step and I'm Tranquility. Holy 
Are you believing this? Over. We read you. Over. I absolutely am standing on the surface <laughs> of the fucking moon. It's the moon. It's real moon. Jesus H. Christ in a chicken basket. Uh, holy sh**, tranquility. <laughs> holy mother of Yeah, so, you know, obviously they wanted to get a... A more concise version for public consumption. Right. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back in. We got one final segment on the way right after this. The Buzz Adams Morning. Welcome to the show. You know what today is. Of course I do. It is National Mac and Cheese Day. It's so cheesy. I love mac and cheese. Great. Mac and Cheese Day. Cheesy. Love mac and cheese. National Mac and Cheese Day. You ready to start? Say cheese. Cheese. Let's start the show. It's showtime. Hit it. I failed to mention earlier that it's Mac and Cheese Day. Is that vegan? I wonder if a vegan... No, because of Cream. the cheese. Yeah. Probably, right? And cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and butter. My daughter's... My daughter, especially my youngest one, loves mac and cheese, but only craft mac and cheese. So anytime they... Like, they make a mac and cheese in restaurants, but... It's not. It's not like out of a box, so she she doesn't like it. Steve Kaplowitz is here with us today. Good morning, Cappy. Hey, good morning. By the way, there's so many cool mac and cheeses these days. I mean, you can get lobster, oh, you can mac, get and lobster cheese. mac and cheese. Yeah, they make it good. I've, it, I've seen brisket a, mac and cheese too. That's good. They do a good one at Alamo Draft House. Yeah. As as parents, is that the one go to meal every kid asks for? It seems like you're uh, safe going with chicken nuggets and a and mac and cheese. You for should. me, it's uh, chicken nugs and fries for, for my son is the one he, he likes. Uh, he's hit or miss with mac and cheese. Sometimes he wants it. Sometimes he just hmm. looks at it and says, nah, nah I'll pass. The moon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How do you get How do you get your kid to, to eat green vegetables, or is it not an issue? So he's always been eating oh, okay. uh, green vegetables. In fact, uh, that's been, yeah, he loves broccoli. He likes broccoli. You know what we do now? Cooked or, we take, or, so, or like dipped in ranch? I got a better one for you. You know what we do with the broccoli? We air fry it. Mm, really? And then it gets nice and kind oh, of dried yeah. out and crispy. Oh, nice. my God. It's delicious. And it's good, huh? Unbelievable. Might have to give that a shot. Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. Buzz hasn't touched the vegetables since 1987. Have you, um, do you own an air fryer? Yeah. You should use it. Yeah, but I haven't used it. It's oh, like I bought God. it with the intention, or I got it, so, maybe for Christmas or something. Let me, and I let definitely me, have been meaning to use it, but I haven't yet. Let me sing the praises of the air fryer. <laughs> uh, yes! <laughs> number one, if you like... Freak. If you like frozen food, like let's say chicken nuggets or chicken tenders or fries or tots, uh, and you use the air fryer, it comes out very crispy and it's delicious. not greasy. There's no grease. It's mm. just it's just crispy and delicious. And then, amen. You can take like Brussels sprouts and throw fresh Brussels sprouts Ooh. in there, and, oh, and, they get, and they get and they get and they get nice and crispy. So it's like you get these Brussels sprouts and they're not soggy. They're they're it, it's like it's like eating candy. And then same thing with with broccoli and other vegetables. You put them in the air fryer and onions and, and, and carrots and they all come out great. So, that's I mean, listen, if you start using your air fryer, you won't stop. You'll get hooked on it and that's just, uh, you know, it's a good way to do it. Well, uh, the British Open is underway and everybody wants to know how Tiger's doing through five holes. Tiger teed off around uh, 8 o'clock, well, must have been closer to 9 o'clock. You know, everything's in the U.K., so they're hours ahead. Right. Um, four over after five. So Tiger's got to, 
you know, get it he's together, he's going to miss the cut yeah, he's got after Friday. Do. That's true. You hear this thing about Phil Mickelson? Uh, he was upset about some of the questioning yesterday, well, some of the okay, questions so I, that were coming his way. I guess at the British Open, they have something called the Celebration of Champions or the Champions Dinner. And it's for everybody who's won a British Open, I guess, to all eat together. Um, and He got frustrated because they kept asking him about 54. I figured out why they call it the 54 Tour, Steve. It's not the 54 Tour. I've asked people. Nobody, nobody calls it. You're the only one that apparently calls it the 54 Tour. It's, all, it's the Live Tour. I asked Fred Albers, who works well, for PGA he, Tour Radio, I mean, definitely, and he had he, never heard the 54 Tour before. It's always the live tour for him. Well, you know, their tournaments only play 54 holes. They don't play 72, so it's only three days. So Okay. Well, um, Phil Mickelson was not invited to the Champions Dinner. He said he was contacted by RNA, and they said it's, uh, they didn't think it was a great idea to go, but you can't. I just don't want to make a big deal of it. Is he playing? He is playing, okay. but he didn't get to go to the, the championship dinner. And then the reporter kept asking him, so are you happy? You don't feel bad or sad that you don't get to go? And he said, no, I'm happy. I'm happy. Are you sure? And he said, man, look, man, I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> look, man, Phil Mickelson is even. Uh, he shot a 72 today. Did he finish so, up? Yeah, he did. He's up. Uh, the, the leader right now, believe it or not, is um, an American. It's Cameron Young. Cameron Young shot an eight under 64 today, but Rory McIlroy shot a 66, so he's only two shots back after the first round. Then there's another Cameron, Australia's Cameron Smith, shot a five under, so just three mm-hmm. three strokes off the lead. Uh, yeah, it looks like Tiger is looking now like he's not going to make the cut at the open, but... Well, I mean, I don't know. He's only he's four over, but he's played five holes. Let's at least give him a chance to yeah. finish his round before we suddenly just, you know, say he's dead but and buried. But he, he addressed this, li- and you're telling me it is definitely live tour. Yes, the live okay. tour. It makes sense, though, what Buzz was saying, that if they're playing only 54 holes, which I think is the reason a lot of the guys were like, the schedule's less grueling. No, no, you know? The reason they went, if you're Bryson DeChambeau, is because they gave you well, yeah. $75 million, or if you're yeah. Phil Mickelson, they gave you a quarter... Of, of a, a billion, billion dollars, it's and sick. the offer for Tiger that I've heard was a was a cool billion dollars. I for believe Tiger, it. and he didn't do it. He talked about it uh, in the lead up this week at St Andrews. Uh, your question about the the players who have chosen to go to live and and to play. Yeah, see, even Tiger calls it live. Everybody so. calls it live. Play on um, to play there. I I disagree with it. Um, I think that uh, what they've done is they've, they've turned our, their back on what has allowed them to get to this position. Um, some players have never got a chance to even experience it. Uh, they've they've gone right from the amateur ranks right into you know that organization um, and never really get a chance to to play out here and. and what it feels like to play a tour schedule or, or to... You know, every golfer that can go out and make millions off of endorsements mm-hmm. and millions off of prize money, purse, they all need to give a big thank you to Tiger Woods. 100%. It's because of Tiger Woods that they're, you, you got so many people making so much money. and That's right. I don't know, though. If somebody comes up to me and says, do you want $100 million? And they say, "What do you got to do? They just sign sign with us. You know, you don't need. I don't have to win a tournament. I don't have to. If I were that level of golfer, it'd sure. be pretty hard to turn down. Even if you have uh, tens or hundreds of millions already accumulated throughout well, some, your career, you know, look, some do. Like Phil, of course, you know, Phil mm-hmm. 
notoriously gambled away of you know several fortunes. I know that. Over. Yep. But you know, you've got other people who've definitely. You know, they're not going broke, but this is the kind of wealth where you know your grandchildren <laughs> are going to be wealthy. Your, your grandchildren's yep. grandchildren are going to be point. living off this money that the Saudis... I don't know. If somebody came from Saudi Arabia and says, Steve, we will pay you a million a year. All you have to do is move uproot and do your show from Saudi Arabia, million a year, and... Oh, you you also you can't say anything bad about... Us, the Saudis, yeah. you know, you got to, we might give you some talking points. It'd be hard to turn down, wouldn't it? Nah, I'd stay. Okay, let's say they say, they say <laughs> million dollars, <laughs> you don't have to move, you could do it, you know, we'll set you up a studio, you could do it. Because the thing with the live yeah, no, tournament is they're not, they're not playing, playing in Saudi, Saudi. Arabia, no, they're playing true. it all over the world, so it's not like you have to go well, move that's to Saudi Arabia. That's obviously a different story, okay. different conversation. Hey, sure. we'll give you a million a year, Steve, sure. Sure. just to talk about sports yeah. with a little bit of input. From the royal family of Saud, it would be hard to turn down that kind of money. I understand. And then you multiply it into a hundred million, like they're offering. But you're also, some of these but you're also comparing me as a lifer in radio to professional <laughs> golfers who normally are in the millions already, just before they even get the offer. Also, golfers have a limited lifespan. I mean, they're not going to be able to play golf their entire life. So a uh, lot of times they want to get as much money as possible. You got can. the you got the senior tour. There are guys playing into their sixties, still yeah. making you know good good money. money. Yeah, they are. Um. Yeah. Anyway, it's 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 easy to criticize. I understand where you're going until somebody's making you an offer like that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, anything else you want to mention, Steve? No. Joanna's a real taskmaster and tells me I have to wrap up. It's good to see you. I haven't hey. been here in a while. Thank you. Do I look any different to you? You look younger. Your hair. What is your, it? I, first off, don't you have gray? Are you nope. coloring your hair? No. Nope. Nope. Seriously? Mm, I do not. Because Shut up, mm, Joanna. My gray is, my grays hey. are already starting to come, uh, especially on yeah, the sides. on the side. That it's, salt and pepper. Absolutely. And I'm looking at you going, what? No. It's, no? Never you had a gray Do you hair? see the twinkle in his eyes? Yeah. Mm. I do. But Clean anyway. living, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. All right, have a great Thursday. Big Friday show. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. So long. That's the show for today. The 